mental. Today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no jokes dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Also, paragraph 2, no use of the dirty words, until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make him sad your baby before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister! Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces read the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't snip our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Me hit it! Let's do this damn thing. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. 106.7 WJFK, it is your favorite Saturday Night Brothers joining you once again. Phone numbers you are going to need if you want to participate this evening on a truly outstanding radio program that we have lined up for you. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Also encourage AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging. That is J-F-K-L-H-A-F-A, E-L-J-E-F-E. There's no longer a website dedicated to our show. we got to get on that, man. I'll ask you this question, Dubs. Does the hideout actually need a website? I hate the website. I, I, I looked at it for the first two weeks. Never looked at it again. And I'll be honest with you, too. It was funny just to put up some fake pictures of ourselves. Got and old. A, and then after that, I, I really didn't need the website. I don't think we need pictures, either. I mean, we try to keep our identities secret. That's the reason that we don't use our real names. Uh, identity secret. What else would a website be good for? I hate message boards. I'm so glad that we don't have a message board form anymore. I kind of like the message board. That's the only thing I did like. Because well, everybody liked you on the message board. Of course, because I'm not a prick. J-Dubs was the happy little retard dog that everybody liked on JFKL Hefe. Or uh, the other website that we used. Of to course, have. it's all named after you. And why, why would they ever think you were a prick? All right, so here's what happened. <laughs> Last week... Uh, for those of you that listen to the show, and I have so many people that IM'd me during the week, I had so many people that emailed me saying, what the hell was going on with you and J-Dubs? Why was it that during the 9 o'clock hour last Saturday night, you guys were at each other's throats? Why did J-Dubs stab you in the back? I did not stab you in the back. To create this retard recall and challenge you to a debate. And I'll tell you exactly why I did it. As long as, as soon as I finish eating my corn pops. <laughs> you can see that we're two radio professionals as well. I'll tell you exactly why I did it. Because it's JFKL Hefe on your AOL for broadband. It is El uh, It is El hideout. Why do you think I, I've been a prick? Now you realize that you get five nights a week during Run and Fest. This is my one night to shine. Is that my fault? You can't leave this to me. You can't let me be. I don't want to yell at you all night long. Okay, well, okay. We can set our differences aside for the show. In fact, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell you this. At eleven, I'm kicking your ass, though. I know that. I am the bigger man, and not just weight wise either. <laughs> See, I had to get that in before yeah. you went for it. I saw you grabbing the mic. I am doing something. To Captain Hoggy. To to resolve all of the problems that were created by you last week. What happened last week is I read this email from a former Hideout cast member, Fidel, talking about how I was a prick, I was burning bridges, everybody hated me. And I, I told him to give you a call and tell him 
tell you that he was going to come over to your house and kill you. <laughs> so I Did you get that message? No, I didn't. Okay. So I decided to read this email. Dubs spazzes out, sells me out, creates this retard recall, and you actually ended up winning, according to the votes of our stupid-ass listeners, you won by three votes. And is that any surprise? I am going to make everything good coming up at 9.30. Okay. I am, I, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know this, but this is going to be a special show for J-Dubs. And the reason is, is because Monday is J-Dubs' 23rd birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. So this is going to be the J-Dubs' birthday celebration. And at 9.30, you are going to get the mother of all birthday gifts. Now, hold on. I know you want to say something. Yes. Slated to appear on El Jefe's hideout tonight. Your man, Clay Aiken. Very good. Are you serious? Clay Aiken. It better not be Tommy in a dress. I got, I'll be pissed. I've, I've had calls in and contact with Clay Aiken's people. I've had contact and calls in to Charles Rogers, the wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. So at 930, hopefully, one right after another, we're going to have both of them calling Wow. In. Well, this is a. I know you might want to get into this later. I saw it in the notes a little bit. This is a lot better than my 19th birthday. Well, you know what? Let's wait, and we're going to talk about your 19th birthday and how I single-handedly, well, actually had somebody else that ruined your birthday, the mother of all horrible birthdays. If you're a radio person, if you're just a person, period, and you had a birthday, the last place you'd want to spend it was at a radio station being made fun of. But we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more at 9.30. That's also when I'll present to you with your other gifts. If you want to call and wish J-Dubs a happy birthday during the 9.30 segment, I have no problem with that as well. Also slated to appear this evening by Curious BJ Sports coming up at 10 o'clock. We've got Mandatory Manson for you, our old school jam of the week that we're going to get to in less than 30 minutes. And two beautiful young ladies are going to be making another appearance in the hideout Veronica and Alyssa, and those of you that are avid listeners of The Hideout, Alyssa was a girl that we met during the hurricane uh, whenever we did the special edition of The Hideout after the Ron and Fez show uh, the night that Hurricane Isabel hit Washington, D.C. She's very hot, very cute. She's bringing her friend Brack in, and tonight we are going to be doing the Hideout Sexual Series in honor of the World Series that has begun play, actually, probably right as we speak. One other guest that we also have slated within the next seven minutes. One of the most controversial figures in all of radio. He was a guest of ours, the very first show of El Jefe's Hideout, on what was it, April 26th or April 28th? You're better with the calendar than I am. Something like that. DCR Dave. DCR TV, what is it, DCRTV.com, Dave Hughes? Yeah, DCRTV.com or .net. I think both of them go to the same place. He's going to be joining us in the hideout as well. And that is really for all of you radiophiles. Now, before we go any further, I need to uh, give a shout-out. Today I bought a, uh, a used love seat and sofa. I got a very good deal on the two. I want to thank Wendell for helping me pick it up with the station van so I didn't have to buy you all. Wendell the engineer? Wendell the engineer helped me out. Did anyone else okay that? Yeah. Okay. I got, I got cameras okay now. You know how cool this station is? Remember at our old station we'd ask to borrow the van? Maybe we needed to make a little move or something like that? Never. Nope. Now, they also had... What is it about us being in stations with crappy vehicles, too? Yeah, I know. I, I always see the stations with the Hummers and the uh, ATVs. And hey, that's the thing. We're all in the same company, and I know, like, 
I think HFS 101, they have like five different cruisers or something like and that. And I think a couple of them are Hummers. And it's so funny because they've got this wrapping on the outside of like... I wonder how much we paid for that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, you know, JFK carries a load. You sad sex sons of bitches over there in Lanham. So anyway, you wanted to kick a shout-out, though. Yeah, I wanted to kick a shout-out to uh, Glenda and her husband. Actually, Glenda, congratulations, just found out she was pregnant a couple days ago, so congratulations to her. Wow. And you should, th you should thank me, Alhafe. Why is that? Because now we've got a couple new black listeners on the hideout. Really? I know you've chased a lot of them away with your racist... No, 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 no. But, but I am bringing them back to the hideout where they should be. So you bring, you've brought in two new black listeners to all half face hideout. Yes. I know that we actually lost a, a lot the night that Spoon went on this whole rampage Oop. about... Yeah, exactly. Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I just had a flashback. Ah! <laughs> that, uh, that night that Spoon made some disparaging remarks about the uh, March on Washington with the uh, lovely Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. So, cool. Well, all right. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. All right? And I've talked to your girl before. Okay. Did you feel like, I hate using this expression, but white trash, because you got like a really nasty car, you look like a country bumpkin. I don't think my car is that bad. It's a 98 Cavalier. Okay, but you I got, don't think it is. It, you, but a lot of people actually do think it's horrible. You got junk all through it. Yeah, that, that is true. And I just wonder, I mean, the mentality as a white kid. I don't consider myself white trash. My girlfriend considers me white trash, but I really don't consider myself white trash. I, I, I think I'm an upstanding, young, clean white man, but... You realize you are trash, though, right? I'm, I'm kind of trashy, but I don't consider myself white trash. There's a difference between a trashy guy and a white trash guy. I, went, I grew up with white trash. I know what white trash is, and it ain't me, baby. It ain't me. 800-636-1067-2024-32-1067. I'll tell you about white trash. My mom used to date a white trash guy, and he would have a bunch of different uh, appliances in our backyards that he would sit outside with a shotgun with and shoot holes in it. How big was your property in Fowlerville? We had about 200 acres. 200 acres? 200 acres. 200 acres. 200, yep. We had a big, big field, a big uh, uh, woods to hunt in and everything. We have a lot of land. Actually, we're selling some of it off right now. Make a lot of money? Good amount of money. Uh, I say if we sold all of it off, it'd be a couple million. A cutting that you're lying to me now. No, seriously. You got right now. Right now, that I I I I refuse to believe that there's any land in Fowlerville, Michigan, worth two million dollars. Seriously, seriously, that that right now, uh, the uh, Livingston County area, which Fowlerville, Michigan, is in, <laughs> is the highest growing uh, county in the United States. And that being said, that the uh, real estate is through the roof right now. <sighs> you know what I picture your place looking like? Yeah. Uh, Travis County, Texas, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Just this, this, this big, decrepit, nasty house with you and your land and a bunch of cars in the back, a bunch of teeth spread out throughout the fields, a lot of appliances that Mullet Joe has shot. Mullet Joe being your, your uh, mom's ex-boyfriend. Now, Mullet Joe did do a lot of damage to the property, I'll give you that. We did at one time have about ten cars sitting behind the house. And my grandma and grandpa are very hardworking people. See, you say grandma, grandpa. That sounds white trash to me. Just the way you say it. Say it again. My grandma and grandpa? 
they, they're very hardworking people, but they do live in a trailer right next to us. Do they really? Yeah. On the land? On the land. Wow, man. By the way, if you're headed to go see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, and I suggest, because I went to go see it earlier today, at the City Place Mall in Silver Spring, downtown Silver Spring, uh, nice venue, um, turn around and go over to Blockbuster. Actually, I hate Blockbuster. Go over to Hollywood Video or other some other mom-and-pop store and rent the newly mastered DVD. The remix DVD, I'm sure, is so much better. You want to get into that right now? I do right now. I mean, we'll okay. just, we'll wait for Dave to get on the air. Okay. But um, because I, I I planned I'm going to see this tomorrow at the AMC over in Alexandria at 7:45. I wouldn't go. No. I, w- I mean, th- have you watched the old one? Yes, in a of while? course. Like I mean, not, Texas. No, no. Like lately, to brush up on it before you went out and watched the new one. I remember it so vividly that I don't think it... Because the first one wasn't really that great. I mean, it was great for its time and for the money that was put into it. It was a great movie, but it wasn't an over-the-top great movie. So if it follows true, it should be a very highly produced, okay movie. It was. Uh, here's the thing. It wasn't horrible to watch. It was not a horrible movie, but if you have at all seen the very first Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre... <laughs> It's not worth it. They changed too many storylines. Well, that that was the whole thing. You knew they were going to change the storyline because in the first one, they didn't have a mom in it. They didn't have anything in it. And you see the mom on the previews. In the first one, did Leatherface wear a suit and tie? Yes. See, that was beautiful to me, to have a guy that had a suit and tie. But he did wear a... He wore, he, I don't know if... He wore an apron occasionally, but he had yeah, that suit and tie on with the Leatherface mask, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it had, like, the blazer or anything. It might have been just a shirt and tie. I'll tell you, a couple highlights before we get to DCR TV Dave, okay? A couple of highlights of the movie. The meat hook is there. Good. They do have a meat hook. A little bit different than I was hoping the meat hook to be around, but the meat hook is there. You see a lot of leather face, which I don't... In fact, I'll even tell you this. They go into a little story about Leatherface and why he is the way he is. Uh, that's, I think actually that's kind of cool. No, they don't go far enough. They oh. they barely, barely like touch on it for a second. Well, they didn't touch it at all in the first one. And to me, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of why the first one's so scary, because you have no idea why any of this is going on. But I, I, I appreciate that. I, I would like that, but... By the end of the movie, I want to know what the F's wrong with this guy, you know? I, I want to be scared all the way up until the end and feel happy and feel like I know that this kid was touched. And on, the, on the other hand, too, Jessica Biel, this is back-to-back movies where I've seen chicks that are supposed to be hot, and I just cannot decide whether, I, whether or not I throw it to her. I you know you throw it. I had the same problem last week with Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. And now this week with Jessica Biel. You know you're through it there. Her body is banging. Dog, she got big country booty, big country hoo-hahs. I mean, her face is just so tartish. She's, she's got that big forehead that you don't like. But, yeah, the big forehead does bother me. But I like to know that a woman is just stupid enough to ask me. And I think that's the type of person she is. You know what? I was telling a female friend of mine that said, that's your sentence. That you like to look at chicks and go, hey, you look just stupid enough to F me. And she was like, wow, that's a powerful statement. And she's like, really? We could analyze that on so many levels. So maybe we'll get into that. By the way, Leatherface is going to be sitting in on El Jefe's hideout on the news after we talked about Curious PJ and Sports. Very good.
However, first, the moment that all of radio has been waiting for. Dubs, you and I have yep. been in this business how long? Six plus years or so? About that, yeah. Somewhere around there. And in this business, there's something inherently wrong with us, right? We, we're on the radio because we need attention. We want to talk to people. We want Love people me, to. Daddy. We want people to love us, especially a lot of us. In fact, I was reading this article on Rush Limbaugh on Newsweek, how his daddy still disapproves of what he does, and every time he hangs up the phone with his daddy, he's like sad and depressed. But more than anything else, we want to have this acceptance. Am I correct? That's yeah. I, I think with 95% uh, of the people in this business, that uh, would be correct. Yeah. Now, is it acceptance just through ratings? Or is no. it acceptance and love from everybody? I don't know if it's love or just being known by everybody. You want everybody to know who you are. You don't want to be loved by everybody, I don't think. I don't think you want every listener to love you. Now, do you want positive press, too? Like, would it matter to you if we were a highly rated show, yet every single press outlet out there hated us? I'd be fine with that. Would you really? Yeah, I don't care about the press. To me, that, that would actually upset me. And what I am trying to do is build bridges. I want to make friends in this industry, Dubs. I'm tired of being the person who always burns the bridges, who always upsets people. Now, let me let me address something real quick. Uh-huh. I've heard on a message board that you might be leaving me for another morning show, My 92.1. <laughs> Is there any truth to that? Is there any validity to that? Can we address this later? Okay. I, w I wish you hadn't brought up me leaving JFK with DCRTV.com, Dave Hughes. Hi, on. Back into the hideout. Dave, welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout. Hi, on. Hello, hello. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Long time no here. Now, Dave, let me set everything up for you, okay? Uh-huh. Dave, Dave was so kind to be the very first guest in the, right. in the history of El Jefe's Hideout on that April 26th that we had talked about earlier. It was Doug. about 3 in the morning, right? Actually, no, that was... About midnight. It was about midnight. Yeah, it was about midnight. About 12.20 or so, we were doing our um, our mock draft. Yeah, he, yeah, we were picking chicks for our... Something or other. Yeah. But I wanted to talk to DCRTV.com Dave Hughes. Dave, tell the people of Washington, D.C. about your website. It's just about Washington, D.C. and Baltimore radio. That's all we do. We've got a whole bunch of libelous uh, posts on there every day, and I've got to go through and remove them so I don't get sued. And uh, it's a lot of fun stuff. And, uh, you know, we report all the rumors and stuff. So, El Jefe, you're planning to leave JFK? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> wait a second. Wait a I'm second. Starting this stuff. What are you doing, Dubs? No. I, I hear that. That that Baltimore station live 105.7 just got rid of their uh, one of their midday guys. I mean, there's an opening there, you know. Wait a second, Dubs, what are you doing? Start all I, these rumors. I have a wooden spoon in my hand, and I like to just stir this big pot in front of me. Can we not talk about Will, spoons on the show? And El Jefe. Hmm. Hmm. That does sound nice, doesn't it? <laughs> Hey, um, so anyway, Dave, uh, first of all, this is this is a radio media website. What is your background, again, just concerning this website? Oh, I'm just a, a serial killer, just got out of prison a couple months ago, you know. And I've been doing it from prison, you know, it just keeps fills my time, you know. Now, you do, whenever I talk to you and I look at you on the website, you have pictures of yourself on the website. Yeah, I'm kind of like a Charles Manson-ish kind of looking guy. I've had a beard for about 30 years now. Yeah. You do look... Ever since I was about six, I think. Very serial killer. Yes. Very, I could easily see you being an Ed Gein or even a Gacy yes. or something. Yeah, keeping your mom in the in the in the attic. 
Something like that. That's yeah. about right. So, all right, a couple things that I wanted to get into you with first. Uh, you want to get into them? Okay, see? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing that already? I don't know. Respect this man. This man can make or break our careers in Washington, D.C. Look, look, after this is over, I've got a limo coming by the, the grand DCRTV world headquarters here in Wild West Fairfax, and I'm going to my Uncle Mike's to watch the rest of the World Series. Uncle Mike. You know, my last name's Hughes. Uncle Mike. Okay. Okay, he's the guy. <laughs> That's a lot. Who I think he has a job there at Infinity Broadcasting, doesn't he? He, he does something. checks or something. Huh? Does something like that. Are you already going to start talking trash about our bosses? <laughs> you got to realize something, Dave. Let me say this now. I had to fight for you to be on this show. Really? People are scared of you for some reason. Here's the thing about this website, Dubs. Yeah. Everybody in this industry reads it. Everybody. I've been at MAL. I've been over at 104. I talk to people. And here, everybody looks at this website, DCRTV.com. Yet everybody is afraid of this man. Dave Voice called the radio bathhouse. And that's, that's what it right. is. We get mentioned everywhere. I mean, Don and Mike mention us. Ron and Fez mention us. Uh, Has anyone else had you on their show? No, I don't think so. Thank you. I would like to say... They're the only ones who've had the, the balls to do it. And I want to... Congratulations. Well, thank you. How, you, how, how do you like our balls? <laughs> what do you think of them? I've never seen them. Uh, you'd like you can to imagine. Uh, they, probably, they probably don't have them anyhow. After the World Series, baby. We were actually, I want to ask you about this. Dubs and I were thinking about changing our radio names, and we want to ask a true radio professional. The name El Jefe and the name J-Dubs already is starting to mean something in the Washington, D.C. area. Yeah. But we were thinking about changing our names to Donkey and Silly. That way it would sound like the junkies were talking about us 24-7. Yeah. What do you think? Any idea? I don't know. I like El Jefe. What does that mean in Spanish? Like the chief? The chief, the boss man. Yeah, no, I like that. I think that's cool. The chief coming out of your mouth just doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you, man. Uh, how do you think... How do you think the show has progressed in the six months since we last talked to you? I think you guys are great. I think you should be doing the 7 to 11 shift on JFK every night. Wow. I think they ought to get rid of that Bill O'Reilly. They ought to send him over to TNT or MAL where he belongs. You know, some kind of one of those Republican talkers. Guys. Maybe we should send him over to your bedroom, big boy. <laughs> O'Reilly is a big man. He's 6'4". Well, he's, you know, he, Westwood One owns him, right? And they own your station through Infinity and CBS and Viacom and all that crap. Yeah. So, you know, they got to put him on. He's got some kind of, you know, dirt on Alan Line One. Oh, uh, I don't think that he has dirt on Alan. There he goes, starting trash again. There's no dirt about anybody. Get rid of him. Put him on some other little dinky AMer, And then they ought to put Ron and Fez on from 11 to 3. Just, hmm. Now, how do they do that? Do they get in the car, drive to work, go on at 11... Get off at 12. Then what do they what do they do from 12 to 7? Uh, I think prep for the 7 o'clock to 11 o'clock. I mean, 12. literally. I mean, do they sit around the station for seven hours? Do they go home? And no, they. Go, I mean, they go home. They do their thing. Let me ask you, DCR Dave. Again, the website is dcrtv.com. And, of course, you're always looking for pledges to five I'm, condors. First thing you do when you come on the site is hit the support button and then give me a bunch of money, and then I'll be happy. Okay. What is your dream lineup? Have a bunch of D. <laughs> what is your dream lineup? If you could have a dream lineup, any personalities, let's say all over Washington, D.C., give me your dream lineup. In the morning, starting in the morning. I like Howard Stern. I think he's great. Yes. I have no problem with that. 
Um, you know, if we're doing, depends on the format. You know, if we're doing a talk format. Let's say you got JFK. Let's say you're I, in charge of WJFK. If I was doing JFK, I think Howard first, Ron and Fez middays, Don and Mike evenings or afternoons, and you guys evenings. I think that'd be great. But what I would do is I would get rid of that sports news radio thing overnight. I would put on some kind of. Sex talk now you can't either. talk trash about Rick Ballou. Why right. are you talking about Rick Ballou like that? Don't, <laughs> don't you know some kind of sex talk lady, or or maybe you get that George Norrie guy and all those sci-fi talk. Stick that on overnight, and then all weekend I would get rid of everything, and I would just play really cool music like this. Don't you realize though? Wham! Yeah, great. <laughs> don't you? Don't you I realize? Like, I like Dave. What's the killer's whistle? Calm down, <laughs> Dave. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. Hold me up. Hold on. <laughs> don't you realize though? You could get music from anywhere. Isn't that the beauty of this? I mean, you can go to any other station and get music. No, everything's just some, some kind of playlist and crap. I, I think you know, get Rob Bay on there and just have him play stuff. You know, what he was doing one of those weekends a couple weekends ago. Really cool. Like 60s rock and all this other stuff, and just you hey, know, I think that would be great. I mean, what do you want to listen to? What does JFK do on the weekends besides you guys? Now you got to give some credit here because Pat Goss on there. Okay, he's all right. He's, wait, you know, you, why are you here filters. to make enemies, Dave? Dave, are you here to make enemies? Pat Goss, oil filters and stuff. Then you got some infomercial <laughs> on about some wedding show and then wait, some it's not cleansing a... stuff. And what's yeah, wrong with on. that? How many times have your bowels been full? <laughs> with things other than poo. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick, Dave. Uh, wait, wait. One thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, you guys at JFK need more female listeners. Okay, you got all guys on the station, right? You probably got a lot of guys as listeners. You need more women. How about doing a JFK Men of JFK calendar? <laughs> You could do it with VCR TV. Okay, what's your idea for the JFK Men of right, JFK first calendar? Of all, we have 12 months of the year. Don Geronimo, January. He's the king of JFK. That's you true. Know, if it wasn't for Don, your station wouldn't be anything. I agree. Don is an amazing uh, personality, and he's a great guy, too. Right. And you put Don on for January. Get him shirtless. Get him like in a pair of jeans, shirtless, backyard of his great Falls mansion, chopping wood. Okay. <laughs> Mike, you know, we had that weird thing about him hanging around at some gay bar somewhere, okay? Yeah, when they have did him, that bet. Have him in some kind of real tight pants, kind of with a bunch of guys surrounding him drinking beers, okay? You and think for, about, why haven't you posted this on DCRTV.com? That would be an amazing lineup. Do that. All right, what's in March? March, let's see. How about uh, Howard Stern? Okay. Now, now you don't you don't want to see Howard Stern shirtless. I mean that that's I kind do. of gross. Oh come on, the private parts poster he looks great on it. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd say maybe some kind of a tuck. How would you something. feel about fishing on that chest? Huh? What? Good. Give me April. What's up in April? April Bill O'Reilly. You really? Are you would put Bill O'Reilly in April? I thought you didn't like him. Well, he's on the station, so we might as well promote him. Okay. Okay. Then we can have Ron. We can have Fez. We can have a month of uh, of. Uh, how about some of the management at the station? We could get my Uncle Mike to do one month. We could get Alan Linewan to do another month. But let me say something real quick. 
Alan is a beautiful man. Yeah. And I, I'm not just kidding. He's, he's got the cutest eyes that I've ever seen. I agree with you. He's very kissable. Why do I feel like I'm getting there? The management guys would be in bondage. With the bondage balls? That's right. What month does the hideout get? The high, well, okay, hold on. We, okay, let's see. We had Rob Bay for one month. We had, of course, Bud Burbank for one month. And you would get December. I'm at the very end. The very end. Notice, J-Dubs, you're left out of the DCRTV.com. I know. Uh, gay, <laughs> gay challenge. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys have this we one. Get, we get you. Now, you got a Mexican heritage, right? Yes, I do. So we could have you riding a burro, you know, with some big Mexican hat on and a couple Dos Equis in your hands, you know? Uh, come on. That's every other weekend for well, I'll just now, have uh, somebody take some Polaroids. Now, the, the women would flock to JFK. Let me the ratings would go from 14th to 11th. All right. Well, whatever the case is, I'm not worried about women so much. Let me ask you some either-or questions, all right? Yeah. I want to know where DCRTV.com uh, Dave stands on these following things. Pick one, okay? Okay. D or P. All right. HFS or DC 101? Oh, HFS easily. Mix or 104? 104. PGC or KYS? KYS. I really like Russ Parr. Russ, I, I like Russ Parr, too. I he's, think he's a good guy. He's a I like that. I like you know what? You guys got a lot in common. Maybe guy. you guys can hang out sometime. Let's see. JFK or MAL? A little bit. Oh, JFK, easily. Uh, Tommy, Rush Limbaugh? I mean, come on. Tommy Bateman, you got one for him? I have an either-or question. Yeah? Carmen Electro or George Clooney? Who would you rather be stranded on an island with? <laughs> Answer. Answer it, Dave. Come on. Carmen Electra, but I like Solaris. That was a great movie. I did, too. That's a great ask. Do you know what? I'm realizing that I have a lot in common with DCRTV.com, Dave. I think, I think Solaris was one of the best movies I ever saw this whole year. All right. Finally, the Big Owen Duke show or El Jefe's Hideout. Oh, definitely El Jefe's Hideout. Actually, I haven't heard the other shows, though. Don't bother. It's a waste of time. In fact, it's basically the Junkies weekend replay on HFS. Yeah. So don't worry about that. <laughs> Finally, Dave, I, I just real quick, seriously, what about this influence of the Internet? Because believe it or not, I have people dragging me over to their computers whenever there's something positive on DCRTV.com about El Jefe's hideout cool. or the phenoms or anything like that. I mean, do you really feel kind of like these, these nerds at AintItCool.com and stuff? Do you feel like you're gaining some power in this industry here think, in Washington, D.C.? I, I think so, yeah. I mean, hell, you know, the folks that, you know, Clear Channel, they're, they're shaking in their boots over DCRTV. I hear it all the time over there. We've got bugs on the walls over there. We can look got jitterbugs on the wall? <laughs> if you want to pony up some cash, I'll tell you what Bennett Zier's doing over there, and I'll tell you what he's planning to do. And this one station is going to flip to an all-girl talk format. Now, wouldn't that be interesting? No, not, not really. Not I actually all. tried that in Dallas, and it failed after three days. Oh, yeah, well, they, yeah, well, the company yeah, went bankrupt, but they didn't even get a chance to get ratings. Dave, let me say something, all right? <laughs> I know occasionally you'll pick on the management here, but I want you to personally congratulate Cameron Gray for A, having the trust in the hideout putting us on, moving yeah. us up. He's also created the Phenoms, the Phenoms on After Us. Yeah. And you know how you mentioned the sex show? Yeah. There's a sex show that is on After the Phenoms tonight. Is it really? There I is. It's not late. So you may want to check it out, bro. And what's scary is 
You and Cameron also seem to have a lot in common as well. Really? <laughs> well, the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to the naysayers. And, and maybe the preferences. So, oh, again... Oh, so really? Oh. Dave, again, an outstanding appearance. Real, we are planning to do a thing on DCR TV. I'm, you know, outing people every week. We're going to out somebody, you know? Right. And so we're going we're gonna to probably start that in November. Can I ask you for... If you've got any, if you've got any uh, candidates, you know, for... Uh, who we could do on that, I would be uh, more two, happy to hear. Two things real quick, Dave. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Dubs, will you turn that down real quick? I wanna, really? Yeah, turn it down real quick. Okay. Because I want Dave, Dave, I want you to say the following thing. We're going we're gonna to give you constant publicity. I want you to say the following. This is DCRTV.com, Dave, and you're listening to All Half Face Hideout, so we can put it in a liner. Say it real quick. This is DCRTV.com, Dave, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout, the best damn show on the whole damn Washington radio spectrum. There you go. All right, can you get it up a little bit for us? <laughs> Wait, how? How anymore? I don't know. Dave, uh, we welcome you back anytime. Another stellar performance. Hey, who's your sidekick guy there? That's J-Dubs. Nobody cares yeah, about I, J-Dubs. I'm over... He's like obsessed with sex. Is that that? <laughs> <laughs> you know you can't say that. I don't know. All right, buddy. Thanks, Dave. And uh, who are you picking in the World Series? Well, I'm a native New Yorker. I was born in New York, so I'm going with the Yankees. Go Marlins, and tell your uncle Michael we said hi. I'll tell him. <laughs> All right, buddy, bye. Take it easy. Wow. Gay people, people got a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> Does he? Give that guy some Ritalin. He can't stay on one damn subject. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. He's such a good sport. All you did was give gay jokes the whole time. Remember the first time we had him on the hideout? We weren't expecting that. We thought somebody was playing a goof on us. Because seriously, ladies and gentlemen, this guy, for some reason, is a very powerful dude in, in the area. All the managers, everybody looks at this website because they're so narcissistic to begin with. And I actually had given up on the site for a little while, and then I went back to it. That was having this whole problem with message boards. But, uh... Wow, man. I'm almost speechless. This cat was all over the place. Oh, yeah. He wasn't all over the place last time, I don't think. Not that far. I think he had an agenda, though. I think he really wanted to push the DCRTV.com gay JFK calendar. JFK calendar. JFK. <laughs> Back in the WJF gay. All right, hey, man. Dave. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Well, I know that one of the reasons that he's so excited about this radio station, I know he really likes it, everybody in radio wishes they could work at the station because you have the utter freedom to do whatever you want. No other show has put Dave on the air, probably because they couldn't stand his voice, but no other show has put him on the air, and every show, every DJ wants to play the song that they like, their song, and they, they, they'd like to talk about these things and make fun of their market managers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The beauty of the show is that we can play Mandatory Manson, we can play something else, and we can also do the old school jam of the week. Yes, we can. Coming up, the Hideout Sexual Series. And to get into the mood, this is DCRTV.com, Dave's favorite big black man, LL Cool J. We're lounging. <laughs> We're lounging. I love this song. I didn't know this is LL Cool J. You know, half a side out, 106.7 WJFK. It's the coolest thing, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
To El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe, and um, welcome back into the hideout, man. How you feeling, Dubs? I'm feeling pretty good. Would you, give, uh, a little uh, recap on our, our buddy DCR Dave. Yeah, I think I sucked in all of his homokinetic energy, and I've got enough <laughs> enough juice to go the whole night. <laughs> that uh. That cat was amazing, brother. Yeah, that guy's that guy's all over. I like that though, man, because I seriously want to be able to make friends in the industry. I'm tired of wars and uh, being upset at people. I hate people that suck. 
Don't get me wrong. And Big O and Dukes, Dukes. <clears throat> they suck. Yeah. But I still like them as people. Yeah, they're, Actually, they're nice guys. I don't even know Big O. Yeah, I know Dukes. He's a nice guy. But... <laughs> I was listening to him last night. You were? Yeah, he was. On the, he does overnights at HFS. Oh, does he? By himself? Prime gig. Um, no, I don't think by himself. Who can't do overnights by himself? No, he does. He does do overnights by himself. Okay. Oh, horrible disc jockey, too. <laughs> does he ever step on, like, the lyrics or anything? He's the worst. Yeah, I think he actually did. The only break that I heard him, he stepped all over the post or the front of the uh, lyrics or whatever for, like, um, Queens of the Stone Age or something. So, anyway. Tough one. I want to say this now. Dubs. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. As your 23rd birthday. Is this Monday? It is. You you know you're my you know honestly, I know I, I joke about it. You know you're my best bud, right? Sometimes I wonder, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you're my and your best bud. In in being your best bud, yeah. I've tried to line up some amazing guests for you. Okay, I've tried to line up uh, Charles Rogers. I've tried to line up Clay Aiken. I couldn't quite get you Clay Aiken. Okay. But I got you the next gayest thing. Okay. Yeah. Say hello to Cameron Gray. Cameron Gray has some birthday yeah. wishes for you on El Jefe's Hideout. Why, why shouldn't I just hang up after that introduction? <laughs> <laughs> Operations Manager Cameron Gray. Happy birthday. Oh, excuse me, Dove. Happiest of birthdays to you. We wish you, Spoon and I wish you nothing but the best. <laughs> Very good. I'm sure Spoon wishes us nothing oh, but I the think best. Spoon wants to wish, send his best wishes. Happy birthday, little guy. Thank you. Hey, Spoon. Right. How's, how's it going? How's it going, Spoon? Pretty good, man. Now, we're in Canada. Where are you guys at? I don't know, man. We're across the street from a casino. We're going to go gamble big time. Oh, they're in Buffalo because the skins are in Buffalo this week. Right on. So, uh, well, right on, brother. Good to hear from you, man. Good to speak to you, gentlemen. <laughs> How cordial this is trying to be. Hold on a second. This is getting uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I put you on, you jerk. <laughs> Not quite as comfortable as uncomfortable as last night's Ryan Fed show. Yeah. Uncomfortable nonetheless. I do. I had to throw him on. The guest, the ghost of Spoon making a rare appearance on All Half Ace Hideout. Yeah, because he doesn't have a map in front of him. We're in Niagara Falls, Canada. Are you really? He couldn't convey that to you because he's so freaking smart. <laughs> or stoned. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys are going over to Canada to uh, gamble? Yeah, we're at Casino Niagara. Actually, we're at some fancy restaurant across the street, and we're going to go gamble in a few minutes. Wait, mate, Dubs did this whole thing for your birthday. In fact, I, I may actually have it somewhere. Hold on, let me see if... It should be number 50 on whatever. Here it okay. is. This is when Dubs sang to Cameron for Cameron's birthday. Dubs, Cameron, can you sing back to Dubs? No, I will not. <laughs> Turn it down. All right, Cameron, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dubs. <laughs> oh, it's not Cameron's birthday, it's your birthday? You think so, then. For all my life. <laughs> Down as cold as ice. <laughs> no. Hey, oh, you, you, that you was, could have at least gone to the hook. That was too queer. All right, maybe turn Shadows it down. of a man. Turn it down. Okay. Dubs, you know that you seriously are my best bud. Thank you. And I tried to get Clay Aiken, and the best I could do was Cameron Gray. Well. I also tried to get a Detroit Lion for you and Charles Rogers. I figured we had a chance to get Charles Rogers because he is hurt. So there would be no curfew for him tonight as the, you know, the, the Lions are taking on the Cowboys tomorrow. Very good. I couldn't get Charles Rogers. <laughs> so I got the next best thing. 
another Detroit superstar. Yeah. Detroit superstar. Shafee. Say <laughs> say happy birthday to Jay Dubs. Happy birthday, dude. Wow. I don't know how you guys ruined uh, something worse than my 19th birthday. Thank you very much. That's what I wanted to talk about. You guys remember that one? All right, so here's the story. We're in Lansing, Michigan. Market 695. <laughs> and what is it? It's like, um, what, what was your birthday on, like a Thursday night or something? Actually, that year... It was Friday. Setting it up, J-Dub. It was a Friday, wasn't it? Friday night. That's even worse. Yeah. All right, so it's a Friday night. <laughs> Dubs is going to turn 19 years old. And the thing was is that J-Dubs had gone 19 years without sex. That's and, right. And so, Shafee, what did we do all Friday night for Dubs? We told them, first of all, Hefe, uh, you got to remember, we told them, don't make any plans. Don't go out. Don't go out with your friends. You could take the night off if you want, but please don't because we've got so much lined up for you. You're going to have a blast in the studio on uh, the Skank Shift, the show we're doing on your birthday. So come into work tonight. It's exactly, Shafee. And all my friends, at 19 years old, you can go over to Canada and drink. All my friends are like, come on, we're going to take you over to Canada. We're going to get you loaded. We're going to have a good time. No, no, I end up going to Lansing. He's thinking he'll have a drink. Maybe we got some girls coming in to do a little strip show for him. Hey, let me tell you, anything's possible. Let me tell you the thing about the skank shift, too. I mean, it's a hardcore show. I mean, you had tons of strippers at your whim, uh, porn stars, the whole thing. A very raunchy show. everything. And the thing was is that we were guaranteeing Dubs on his 19th birthday that there was no way he would remain a virgin after that night, and we were going to have the biggest party to celebrate on the air, on the Skank Shift, on Q106 in Lansing, Michigan, to celebrate his 19th birthday. What did we do all night, Chafee? We ripped on him for about <laughs> five hours straight. <laughs> and then he's thinking as the night goes on, okay, they're just playing with me. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And the look on his face when it was midnight and showtime was over. And you guys were like, come on over. happy birthday. And you guys were like, come on over. We'll, uh, I'll, we'll go buy you some beers. And I'm like, no, I'm going home. It's Actually, just, yeah. it's just e going to bed. It's even funnier than that, though, because he didn't stay the full five no, hours. He left at 11 o'clock. He took it for four hours because what Jafee and I went on the air doing was, happy birthday, congratulations, we're celebrating 19 years of abstinence, a new exactly. world record. We, we turned it into, we turned a negative into a positive. I'm sure you did. And we got, you know, I, if I remember correctly, we got uh, good write-ups and everything for doing such a terrific uh, four-hour-long PSA of preaching to young children that it's okay to uh, say no, and it's okay to wait for sex because one of our own, Jay Dubs, has done it for 19 years. Unwillingly, <laughs> so of course. Remember him just sitting in the corner? Oh, it was such a sad sack right there, just sitting in the corner. Just yeah, but you know it. what? You did get your first lap dance on that show, and you did have some good times. So we just we messed with you on your birthday. It was great. Hey, Shafee, I want to present. Can you hold on? I, mean, I want you to stay on the air with us as I give Dubs his birthday present, okay? Okay. Dubs, I have, I have, I that, have. A, that's a shoebox I left over at your house. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> here you go. Here's your birthday present, bro. Dubs, sure. I mean, this is this is the three amigos right here. <laughs> you get him? He brought me some of my clothes back that I left over at his place. <laughs> got, he left two T-shirts at my house. Oh, great! And some pornos I left over there too. Thank you very much. You get four pornos, brother. And all of them were mine at one point. That hey, could be true. 
speaking of porno, can I leave you with a short story? Hold on, real quick. We'll get to the porno story in a second. Actually, I'm pretty excited about it. I got other things to present J Dubs with. Okay. okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought that was it. That would have been a step up from years past. <laughs> it actually would. We didn't even get him anything for his birthday, did no, we? Nothing. We didn't get him a card. We didn't buy him beer. We just made fun of him for four hours. We gave him friendship. Come on. You can't <laughs> put a price tag on that. I agree. All right, here we go. Dubs? I gave you guys ratings. Let me tell you something, brother. Last week, you and I got into a fight over this show. Yeah. And over the name of this show. Yeah. And you won fair and square in the retard recall. Uh, it was You won by three votes. And so I am now presenting you with another gift. Okay. All right? Are you ready for this? Yeah. J-Dubs, this is yours. J-Dubs, J-Dubs. Ready? Turn it up. Yep. J-Dubs Treehouse. Only on 106.7 WJFK. Is that the name of the show from now on? Hold on a second. Treehouse? I got something else for you. I mean, come on, it's the hideout. I got another one for you. Let's play. It's J-Dubs Treehouse on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Does that make you say let's play? Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got it's two. It's been a very gay show tonight, Shaker. It has. You have no idea, brother. Here's another one. J-Dub's Treehouse. The password is Meat Curtains. 106.7 WJFK. What's the password? Meat Curtains. Oh, man. And finally, the last one, and i got to say my personal favorite, right here, brother. J-Dub's Treehouse. Featuring L F A on WJFK. <laughs> Is that the name of the show from now on? I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Let me tell you this, J-Dubs. Yeah. We talked to DCRTV.com Dave about changing our names to Donkey and Silly, so it sounds like the junkies are talking about us all the time. Yeah. I've really thought about this long and hard. Okay. We're not going to change the name of the show to J-Dubs Treehouse full-time. We're not even going to change it to J-Dubs and El Jefe. All right? How about Beans and Frank? No. No? Next week, I want you to shine. I want it to be J-Dubs Treehouse. So I am giving you the show full, royal, full reign, full control of the show next Saturday night. Next Saturday night, all of you people that voted last week to hear what J-Dubs would sound like on his own, We'll be here. J-Dub's Treehouse, 8 to 11, next Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. Sounds like a setup to me. I'll tell you, it'll be the most amazing radio you've ever heard. A setup? <laughs> a setup? Imagine Not... if he's actually doing it from a treehouse. That would be amazing. Safey, what, now you know what the real thing is. Dubs and I got into a fight over the name of the show, because it's El Jefe's Hideout. When are you going to solve all these problems and bring the skank shift to Washington, D.C., you... Me and Dubs, the skank shift on 106.7 WJFK. Well, when are you going to make that happen? I started out with a show called The Skank Shift, and J Dubs came along and became a part of that, and then you came along, and we all kind of fit perfect triangle, three pieces perfectly. So, in a way, I sold you guys on the skank shift. You guys bought into it. You wanted to be a part of it. In November, I don't know the exact dates yet, but I'm coming out there. You guys have to sell me on Washington, D.C., on WJFK. It's your turn to sell it to me, and then maybe I'll come out there and we'll, we'll make some magic again. All right, now, Shafee, how do you feel yeah. about this? How about we tell the skank shift from now on? 
And when you come on out here, it'll already be set up for you. No, I don't. I can't coach. <laughs> then, you know what? That's a good ploy by you to get me out there, I suppose. But I'll, I'll say no. Wait until I get out there and we'll talk. I, I think treehouse is fine. I think outhouse, whatever you want to call it, it's fine. Wait till I get out there and then we'll talk about partnership. Hideouts. Hideout. There you go. LFA's hideout. J-Dubs. How about I come out there? It'll be Shafee in the Skank Shift along with LFA's hideout and J-Dubs in the Treehouse. It'll be the first show ever to have three shows in one. How about like Each hour we do a different show. How about this, though? We'll, we combine the names. The Skank House. <laughs> I like that, too. That doesn't combine the hideout at or the, all. Or the Skank Out. LFA's Skank House. There, we have a winner. LFA skank house. No, I don't like that. I gotta, I gotta vote against that. Because you want full equal. Because LFA's getting his name in there, J Dubs. We can't allow that. No. See, listen to this. Why am I gonna bring you out? So now I got two against one. Exactly why I want him out here. What's your porn story, bro? Oh, this is great. Speaking of birthdays, mine's coming up in December, and who knows, by then we might be doing a show for my birthday, and hopefully it'll be uh, spectacular. As by the way, as... let me set up, just, these of you just now joining us, we're talking to Shafee, uh, skankshift.com. Uh, he works at WRIF, the choice home of rock and roll. And, yeah, um, that's, I'm not real hyped up about that. Uh, I, my, the thing I'm most excited about is being the voice of violence and manager for the human highlight reel and best professional wrestler on the planet today. That is Sabu. That's right. I forgot about that in the AWWL. So give me your porn story. we got to take a break. All right, my birthday is coming up, so I'm going to tell you right now what I need for uh, my birthday. I need either a new DVD player or you can be a cheap ass and just get me a new controller for my PlayStation 2. Let me explain. You talked about porno, and that has a lot to do with the story. I, bet I got a buddy here who's uh, a porn freak. I don't know how much you guys are into it, but I, I, from knowing you when you lived here, we're all sort of equally into it, meaning we, we have a few. We don't have a... A collection of hundreds. We're not out buying them every week, or we we really don't even buy them. We just kind of come across them and trade with each other, right? Right. Mine are sticky. Go ahead. Okay. Well, anyways, this guy is a, a, a nut. He's buying like five a week. You know, he stops at the same store and buys them, and he gets the good ones because they're all four hours long and they're only like six ninety five. But that's nice. besides the point. Anyways, he hooks me up with them when he gets tired. As you can imagine, you get tired of the same scenes after about I don't know seeing it once. So, anyways, he hooks me up. And so I've been watching a lot of DVD porn in my bedroom lately. The problem is, is that I don't have a regular DVD player. All I have is my PlayStation 2. And I'm highly addicted to playing uh, EA Sports College Football 2004. I'm in my 10th year of a dynasty okay, already. Okay, enough with Notre Dame. about four months. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, I'm going for the national championship. I take a break from the game. I decide to watch porn. How do I watch it? On my PlayStation 2. Is there a remote control on my PlayStation 2? No, I didn't take that option. I use my remote, I use my, uh, uh, controller, joystick, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. to hit play and whatnot. Well, anyways, uh, let's just say I'm watching a great, great movie starring, uh, a chick named Brianna Banks. I don't know if mm. anybody's heard yeah, of her. Yeah, nice. Part. Okay, she's phenomenal. Anyway, she's so phenomenal that I hit, I missed the tissue, and I spooge all over the controller of my PlayStation 2. 
So I wipe it up as quick as I can, thinking it's not that big of a deal. Then I go to play my national championship game, and it comes down to the final field goal to win it, and my X button jams because some might have, must have went down in there. I end up losing the national title, and I'm, I'm sick because my controller's broken, all because uh, I'm not careful when I'm you know, watching porn. When you're finishing. Right. I mean, how do you miss? <laughs> I mean, I miss the, like, the tissues. Like it, it's practically touching almost. The I like, tissues want like to be cut an inch away, and I miss, and it shoots across the bed. All right, enough. All... enough. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> but so, anyways, my birthday is December 8th, and I could use either a DVD player or a new remote so I can win more national championships. Go Irish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. By the way, do you know who Larry Michael is? Larry Michael, no. Does that sound familiar? He does all the pregame for Notre Dame Radio. He's also a pregame guy for the Washington Redskins. Very good guy. Westwood won? Westwood won. A little down on the uh, down on the Irish this year. I know Tony Roberts does the play-by-play, but uh, they took another tough hit today. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing so well, but I'm coming out to see you guys. We'll talk names. We'll talk shows. Whatever you guys want to do, I'm coming in November. I'm looking forward to it. But your job is to sell the nation's capital to me. All right, brother. We'll see. Why should I? This is what you guys are doing for the next uh, few weeks or so. Why should I leave beautiful, beautiful Detroit, Michigan? <laughs> seen it in movies, Eight Mile, whatever. It's beautiful. Why should I leave this town to come to uh, the murder capital of the world, if I'm not mistaken? Well, you should come out here because uh, next break we're starting a thing called the Skank Shift. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. That's my show. in court. Oh, never mind. You guys already ripped off the copyright. Yeah. Oh, remember that? That was the thing, too. Shafee stole my jacket one night, and so, so to get him back... He stole it for four months. Yeah. All the way through winter. All the way through winter, through a Michigan winter, no less. He's <laughs> from Dallas, freezing his ass off. It's so what do I do? I'm like, Dub, let's go do this. So we go and we copyright the name The Skank Shift. So we actually own the show. Yeah, well, you guys are friends, though. I mean, <laughs> end a friendship anytime you want. I hope you don't do that. All right, we'll be back on The Skank Shift, 106.7. Yeah. All right, brother, man, thanks for calling in for Dub's birthday. We'll see you, man. Thanks, bro. All right. All right. See you. <sighs> well, I, I appreciate the high-profile guest. I really do. I got one more present for you. You're a dick. <laughs> I, I seriously tried Aiken and tried Rogers. I got nothing. I mean, you, you try to sell a Saturday night show in Washington, D.C. to major profile guests. I got Dave from DCRTV.com and GothicSluts.com. We should have had him sing Happy Birthday to me. That would have been great. Shaking. Dave. Oh, that would have been a killer. I got one more present for you. All right. Uh, Bring it on. This one is, um, this one may be for real. Okay. You ready? <laughs> I guess so. Hold on, I gotta make sure the price isn't still on it. Oh, who cares? I don't care how much you spend on it. All right, brother. I couldn't get you Charles Rogers, so I got you a brand new Charles Rogers white Detroit Lions jersey. Wow, this is actually really cool. Happy birthday! I can't believe that, man. Happy birthday! If you weren't three feet away and I didn't feel gay, I, I would definitely hug you right now, man. Well, you, I, I'm serious, man. And this is a touching moment. I want to say happy birthday. You took a chance. You moved out to Washington, D.C. to do El Jefe's hideout. You, you had nothing coming out here. You've made a star of yourself. You're a star on the run in Fez show. You're a star on the hideout. I figure at the very least, you could have a Detroit Lions Charles Rogers white 
number 80 jersey. So I'm a little afraid, though. Why? If I put it on, it might break my collarbone. <laughs> Just walking around during practices. The Sexual World Series, the Hideout Sexual Series, coming up next. Our ladies, Alyssa and Veronica, are here. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. It's El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7. WJFK. I'm sorry, it's not El Jefe's hideout. J-Dub's Treehouse. Thank you, El Jefe. I really appreciate it. 106.7 WJFK. Number one. one, one, one. In gas stations, trailer parks, and gangbangs. Because quite frankly, that is our demographic. El Jefe's hideout. 106.7 WJFK. All right, welcome back into El Jefe's hideout. 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe, 800 Also, using the AOL Broadband Instant Passage Name, JFK El Jefe. That is E-L-J-E-F-E. And uh, take a couple phone calls real quick before we get into the Hideout section series. And let's go to Nikolai. Nikolai, welcome to the Hideout. Uh, actually, you know what, brother? Hold on a second. That's when I have to have you turn down the music. Uh, kind, of a, kind of a gay themed show a little bit. Yeah, very. I'm glad we're having the girls come in because um, we need to to manly the thing this thing up a little bit more. Uh, Nikolai, welcome back into the hideout. I couldn't hear you a second ago. What's up, guys? What's up, brother? Just wanted to comment on DCRTV.com. Uh huh. That's a great website. I go there every day. But now that I've heard Dave Hughes' voice, mm -hmm. I understand why he puts up daily pics of naked black guys. <laughs> hey, ask me how many bars there are in Fowlerville. How many? Five. Four. Yeah. Four. Thanks, Nicholas. You got it wrong. You listened last thing, you still got it wrong. <laughs> All right. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Again, want to thank Dave for coming in here and um, doing the hideout with us. It was kind of a little touching moment we just had, wasn't yeah, it, Adams? That was very nice. Your Charles Rogers jersey looks great on does you, bro. Does it look good? It does look good. Thank you. And you know what? It's even better because you've got this stupid-ass Honolulu blue Detroit Lions hat. Yes, I do. And you wear it with everything, and it so doesn't match. Well, here's the thing. I, I need a haircut. And I thought for sure I'd probably shave my head last night, especially when <laughs> Everybody did. Everybody thought you'd be the one initially when it all started. Yeah. When all this started, I thought I'd be shaving my head. It'd be a good laugh, you know, whatever. But now I have my hair. I can go get it cut now. Because I haven't officially got my hair cut. Like, I've had my girlfriend uh, trim it up and all that kind of stuff. But I haven't got my hair cut since I came out to D.C. I haven't had my hair cut in years. Yeah, but you have a whole different thing going on. Yours doesn't look like uh, like your white trash. Right. If yours goes longer, because you got the dreads going. If we lose it. By the way, I just want to say happy Saturday night to everybody. I love this time of year. It's so crisp. It's such a, a really cool time of year. It's the perfect time to snuggle under the covers. If you got that honey with you, do that type thing. You know what this makes me feel like? Like, the last few years, this is my big drinking time. Saturday nights, go out with the buddies, drink, wake up in the morning, hungover, watch a ass load of football you know why it is is because this this reminds me of college like yeah. the fall semester maybe at this point you're just finishing up maybe midterms or something or you're, you're you're celebrating right now the the uh 
the uh, tailgates are going on right now on Saturdays. It's just a good time to be a college student. You know what? Maybe we'll talk about that in just a little bit with our guests who are coming in. Uh, Tommy, I'd like for you to bring in our guest, Tommy Bateman, who is, uh, I guess, in some weird type way, the new producer on LFA Side Out. Actually doing it. Bang up job. The best, the best job that we've had anybody do so far. Definitely. Um, he's always got stuff for us. He's always got girls ready to go for us. And let me set up this story. Tommy is our fluffer. Yes, <laughs> he is. He's our fluffer. And how odd is that? Let me How's it going? Hey, what's happening, ladies? Um, <clears throat> Tommy, if you can get them all set up, have them have a seat. Hey, we'll do uh, track three off of this one. I like that song. It kind of may end up being perfect for what it is. Oh right yeah. Now. Good song. That's, that's a good one. So let me set this up, okay? Let me set up how we, don't we, have to do this again. How we met everybody. It was the night of the hurricane, Hurricane Isabel. <laughs> and we I, were, Actually, I named my new cat after the Hurricane Isabel. You got a cat? I, got, I bought a cat. How long ago? About three weeks ago. Isabel the Hurricane. <laughs> Isabel the Hurricane? Uh, Isabel the Hurricane. Okay, that could be queerer than last the whole last hour segment. <laughs> wow, bro. Isabel the Hurricane. Yeah, Aww. she rocks. <laughs> now you got three pussies in that apartment. Ah! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was a little joke. Him and his girlfriend. There you go. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, this last monkey has a girlfriend. <laughs> so we we were talking. We did a special edition of the hideout after Ron and Fez on that hurricane night, and we met Alyssa <laughs> on the radio. Holy, Holy hell! hell. You what kidding me? J Dubs. Hey, what's up? That, that's that's J Dubs. What the hell's going on here? Hey, all right. Johnny Punani. Johnny Punani. People think. People think that J Dubs looks like Punani. Bateman, come here. Real no, quick. I don't think so. I just forgot. I need you to take Punani outside and get his, get his numbers for the sexual series real fast. Go with Bateman if you would, real quick, Punani. What a surprise! That's so I cool. Know. Happy birthday to me! Yeah, there he is. That's not Charles Rogers. It's not Clay, and but you get Johnny Punani. I think that's a cross between the two. So we met Alyssa. And, of course, you're always leery of voices that you hear on the radio. I'm sure when women meet us for the first time, they're a little taken aback by the they're, fact they're that we so... really we should be on television. Yeah. We look like MTV guys. Yeah. So we were leery. And so many times I can't tell you, I've been in this industry, and you're working a phone whore, and you go and you meet her at a bar, and she's just the fattest cow that you ever met in your life. But you know you're getting laid. Well, it's easy if you want it. It's yeah. definitely there. If nothing else, oral. Yeah. Oral is ready to go. This got... happens a lot of stuff. Are you kidding me? In this industry, I know you ladies aren't impressed by the fact that we're on the radio. I will. But there are some Bye. really sad, lonely women out there. Mm. You kidding me? Oh, mm. turn on my five. Turn on my five. Veronica won't be sad and lonely. I don't yeah, know. She, she's been like hitting on me the whole time. In the, oh, she was. Like, call screening room. <laughs> look at you, Bateman. I walked in. Oh, put her hand on his thigh. Uh, so, <clears throat> look, she can't even look at me. She has a crush on me. <laughs> <laughs> look how uncomfortable she is. You're going to need those pieces so of paper. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> so, anyway. So here's what happens. We go to Match.com because Alyssa says she has a picture on there. I'm trying to pretend that didn't happen. We go. Can, the, the username is Cafe Cabello. I turned it off. You turned it off? Why? Why? Because I don't, I don't need a man. You got a man now? <laughs> What's your man got to do with me? I just me? wanted to say that. That was funny. <laughs> What's your man got to do with me? No, I like that. Really, I don't, I'm just bored of it. 
Okay, well, we saw the picture, though, and we realized she's a hot chick, which she is. She's beautiful, as is her friend Veronica. So we're thinking, great, we can have them in the studio, and if nothing else, hanging out with hot chicks on a Saturday night is a good thing. <laughs> and I can't believe Veronica is in the, to uh, Bateman over here. Yeah. Believe it. <laughs> the way she looks at him, the love in her eye. Or is that She's fear? <laughs> it's a very close line, that love and fear. When they kind of turn back and look at you, kind of scared, kind of worried. but her contacts hurting her. Totally enjoyed. She just playing hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal, ladies. Of course, tonight going on is the World Series. The World Series matchup that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted New York. Nobody wanted the Marlins. I can say that I've been pulling for the Marlins the whole time. I had... Um, Juan Pierre, their center fielder, and Pudge Rodriguez, who I'll get into a little bit later on, is my favorite baseball player of all time. So I'm pulling for the Marlins. I'm thinking the hideout likes to do topical-type things. So we're going to tonight be doing El Jefe's Hideout's Sexual Series <laughs> with Veronica and with Alyssa. Girls, you're not going to have to get naked. You're not going to have to perform any acts except later on. Damn. <laughs> Unless Bateman is involved somewhere in a closet upstairs. <laughs> Cameron's closet. <clears throat> wonder when he's coming out. you got to make some room in there for me. So, <laughs> so here's what we're going to do, okay? Make sure they have paper and pen, Bateman. I don't have one. Here. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to go around, and you ladies are going to guess the number of partners that we've had at each base. Oh, that's easy. Okay? Now, you've got to guess. Zero. Hey, if that's the way you feel, that's the way. But it's the closest without going over. All right? So if you go over, then you're automatically out oh, of it. Oh, shoot. Kind of like the price is right Wait, for can you guys tell us your ages first? Yeah, we can give you any info if you want that. Definitely. There's no problem with that. Actually, it's a pretty good idea. So we will do that. Okay? And the person who scores the most runs, each one you get correct... All right, closest without going over gets a run. The person with the most runs at the end of the sexual series is crowned the first ever El Jefe's Hideout Princess. Oh. So you're battling for the right of princess. Bring it. <laughs> All right? Oh, it's been brought in. It's that or it's absolutely nothing that we have to it, give Tommy's us. included in this, too? Prince. Tommy's included in this. I'm thinking I'm princess. <laughs> For the princess. I know, he's going to be a princess. <laughs> so, all right, here it is. It's El Jefe, it's J-Dubs, it's Tommy Bateman, and it is Johnny Punani. Which hideout member has scored the most? <laughs> it's the Hideout Sexual Series. Only on 106.7 WJFK. Now, let's, let's do a little background, J-Dubs. I am a 24-year-old man, a 25-year-old man, okay? Spent time in Texas, spent time in Michigan. That's all that you're going to get. You're just going to get ages and where we've lived. All right? That's it. Okay. Uh, don't worry. Just put EJ. Yeah. E-L-J-E-F-E. For those of you on the AOL for broadband. Turn their mics up. For some reason, make sure you talk really loud, girls. We're on the radio. J-Dubs. A little background for the ladies. I am 22. I'll be 23 on Monday. And I've lived in Fallerville, Michigan my whole life. Until now. Until now. Tom Sorry. Tommy Bateman. 25, and I've lived basically in Arlington Falls Church my whole life. With mom and dad? Something like that. Aww. <laughs> you really? That game you're running on Veronica's working. Up. <laughs> and look at Johnny Punani, who looks like he's ready to drive a cab, is here. <laughs> Punani, give them your information. I am 40 years old, and I have lived all over the world, being a rather worldly man. 
Really? That's true. He was in the Navy, right? Army. Army? 22. Okay. Uh, Punani was in the Army. By the way, I guess our, ra our backgrounds, I was in radio. I was just telling you about the ra radio horse. Dub's been in radio. Punani was in the Army. So that may affect things a little bit. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I need to listen to the countries, though. Tommy Bateman. Uh, like, see, Brazil. Tommy Lotto. Actually, <laughs> Brazil is a favorite. Uh, yeah, pretty much. As a kid, I grew up in Brazil. Oh, um, my God. Brazil, Panama, Korea, Germany, U.S., all over the U.S. Mm. Wow. All right, so here it is. All right, we're ready to go. Okay. Once again, which hideout member has scored the most? It's the Hideout Sexual Series, only on 106.7 WJFK. All right, we are now going to start with first base, okay? Now, we all need to agree on what the bases are. Yes. To me, first base is kissing. I think that's the universal kissing is first base, getting to first base, okay? Yeah. So I want you to write down your numbers for each person. El Jefe, J-Dubs, Tommy, Bateman, and Johnny Punani. How many women do you think we have all gotten to first base to? Or to first base with? You mean, for, you mean just like making out, right? Yeah, just making out. Yeah, and uh, it's the closest without going over, just like on The Price is Right. Just like on The Price is Out, closest without going over. Are there any fond memories? Do you have a girl that was the best kisser for you, Dubs, while you girls work things out? while you go? Let me know when you're done and you're ready to move on to the next base. Do you have any great kissers? How's no. your girl now? Is she a great kisser? She's pretty good, yeah. But I've had Tell me about it. Really good. I've had a lot of bad ones, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have one thing. I'm sorry. I thought you guys. It's no, that's okay. One thing, though. Like, what? <laughs> sorry. All right. We got it. Don't repeat it. <laughs> I said. We can count the number of people we've kissed. Uh, oh. We're not whores. Or we keep a, I keep a little dialogue and a little uh, <laughs> diary. I always like to know. Isn't that cute? That is cute. Or sad. <laughs> yes, Actually, that, like we sad. probably you're going to have that. <laughs> All right. So just write down the numbers real quick. It's not, it's, it's not earth science. Right, Jada. Tommy, do you? Uh, where's the craziest place you ever made out with a chick? Um, on a playground at the library. Was she four? Oh. <laughs> this was last week. <laughs> she was at least six. Stop. Just Max kidding. Macker. Just kidding. No. Are we ready to move on to second base? Yeah. All right, second base. A little controversy here in what the bases are. Okay. All right. Second base to me is boob action. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, is there any disagreement on that? I'll take that one. Uh, Johnny, you would agree? Bateman? Basically just petting. All right, instead of shaking your head, say yes. This is radio. Yes. Okay. But it's not, I mean, but it's petting up here, though, to me. Or would you even consider it petting down there? Yeah, over close. Maybe under close. I, no. think, it, I think it goes both. Really? I'd, I'd say over and under. Well, usually if you're going to get to that point, though, you're already in the petting mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. So, But the, this, this wouldn't have changed anybody's numbers, would it? This isn't going to change my number. No. All right. So write down the number of women that you think El Jefe, J-Dubs, Tommy Bateman, and Johnny Punani have been to second base with, as we do. Which hideout member has scored the most? It's the Hideout Sexual Series, only on 106.7 WJFK.
Again, El Jefe Side Out on 106.7 WJFK. This was actually cool, going back and thinking about this stuff, making me, like, relive old thoughts and old girlfriends. It just made me... Give you a, little, give a lot of Jack material? You know, actually, yes. Do you, when, <laughs> at the point, because I really need some sort of visual or, or audio stimulation, I can't just look at pictures, but there's sometimes, like, when I'm stuck, and I know I'm at somebody's house and I can't grab a porn. Yeah. And I need to satisfy myself that I'll just think back to an old conquest right there on their couch. I mean, in between the cushions. You gotta go to the to the, the shower at least. No, in the between the cushions. No, anywhere with the floor change. Oh my God, you're not welcome to my house. <laughs> have you ever um, Have you ever <laughs> done? No, it? Don't worry, I'll be on your back there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> have you ever Have you ever Have you ever done it with a couch? No. Oh my actually, actually I've, got, I've gotten moving. Like, I got, like, you know, going that way, but I've never completed that. <laughs> I, know I didn't complete either, so it doesn't count. I completed. <laughs> right? I, oh, think, yeah. I think every kid has done that. Oh, I mean, that's, it's just like, you know, rubbing up against the banister. You find that couch pillow, and it's after maybe the third time you've seen a porn when you're about 13 or 14, you're over there looking at Playboy, and then you just get the little rub going. Actually, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, something's going on, and you're like going, ooh. Yeah. Feels and, great. And, and for me, I completed, man. Usually you're laying on your stomach and slap right against the uh, stomach, and that's how you're doing it. Are you ladies ready to move on at their uh, base? Yeah. Veronica doesn't remember being this disturbed the first time she came into the hideout. Maybe it's Tommy Bitten staring I'm at her. I'm just throwing her off, that's all. <laughs> Poor girl. All right, we ready to move on to third base? Uh, yeah. You've written yeah, down answers for everybody. Again, this is for, the, this is for the first ever El Jefe Princess. The Hideout Princess. Uh, why is it just the El Jefe? It's my, it's my birthday. Let it be the J-Dubs Princess. No. All right. Your time is next week. All right. Punani, can you go get that? Why well, I just throw it up? No, because they don't know if they're going to be on the air. At least pick it up. Pick it up and answer it. All right. Third base. What? Ladies and gentlemen, third base. Oral. This is, well, well it depends. This is where people have been. Hold on a second. Dubs is talking to somebody. What's going on, Dubs? Who's calling on the hotline? Wow. <laughs> I know, I do too. Who is that? Is it Cameron? What does he want? He wants you to call him. Why? I don't know. Christ he almighty. He doesn't want to go on the air, Cameron, your boyfriend? <laughs> Some people say yes. I don't care. As he buys him presents. As long as he allows me to be on the uh, the air at JFK, it doesn't matter. On top? I'm willing to sleep with him. <laughs> Are you a top or a bottom with Cameron? I'm a top with Cameron. Really? He shaves down there. It makes it easier. Even the crack. Oh. Do you guys shave? Trim. <laughs> I trim. First of all, question. I will trim. I have to trim. I'm very hairy. You want to see? That's oh, much. I believe it. No, okay. Look, 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 look at that. Oh, he's showing us a little bit. <laughs> this is manly, though. This is manly. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's not like I'm Ron Jeremy. Very like animals. You are pretty bad, though. Look at the knuckles. The hands. Yeah. <laughs> like Wolverine there, buddy. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad. No, I'm just kidding. Your sons of bitches, third base. You ready? Right. This is where everybody gets confused a little bit. Third base, to me, and as we set this game up, counts as oral both given and received, mm -hmm. and digital uh, playing. Stanky Pinky. The Stanky Panky, exactly. Yeah. I kind of include that in second, just because it's so much. No, 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 no. So For much. guys? No, when you're breaking the seam. 
Yeah. Definitely. When you, when, you get or, the, when you get the stanky panky, when you're going around to your buddy saying, hey, sniff uh, this, that means you've gotten to third base. Okay. For girls, it could be different. And this is why third base is always such a controversial base. Mm-hmm. But that is what we have written it down as. So, ladies, again, this you're competing here. Yeah, she's going to cheat. This is to be the hideout princess. How? Look at us. Now, wait a second. Look at us. I want you to take a good, hard look at all of us, as tough as that may be. <laughs> and they Please and, don't make us. And just think, I just farted. About that. Ew, man, we're like in this little studio, and he's talking about farting. <laughs> I'm not just talking about it. I'm doing it. So think to yourselves, who here has gotten to third base? Oral received, oral given, and the digital fun. Digital, digital, get down. What's up, Punani? JW, you weren't kidding, were you? No. Dubs, craziest place you received oral? Utah. Shut up. Utah, you too can talk to the hideout at 800 636 1067. the hideout pretends it's syndicated. Punani, what about you, man? You were in the Army. I'm sure you got oral a few crazy no, places. Not so much that, but where I went to school. Uh, you know, I went to one of those military colleges, and, and it was an all male college, and. And I guess the the strangest place was in inside the uh, barracks, as they called it, with all the other guys around. Oh, of course, no. And what was his first name? Uh, yeah. We saw that. On, you uh, can't go for the absolute. J-Dubs, you can only use that so often, man. I know. And it really only works on Bateman. It does. Bateman and Cameron or DCRTV.com, Dave. In that first segment, I think we got all the uh, homo jokes that we could possibly. I think we, I can squeeze a few more in. I really think I can. I'm challenging you. We have an hour and a half left. Okay. Dub says that a lot when guys are around. I think I can squeeze a few more in. Nah. <laughs> all right, now it's bad pun time, and I'll have to say it out. Dub says it, and you act it. Everyone's got a shot. Let's start heading home. Which hideout member has scored the most? <laughs> it's the Hideout Sexual Series only on 106.7 WJ. We can still hear you. You can? <laughs> yes, we can still hear you. It's not like Sorry you turn the mics guys. off. All right. Look at us again. Now, mind you, the number for going all the way, when you actually have penetration, when you actually have sex, <clears throat> could be higher than those that have gotten to third. Now, okay, here's the shady line right here. I don't know if I can say this. The fist... <laughs> the oh fist, my the fist God. goes to third. The fist is only third. I'd, yeah. I'd say that's home. No, I, I would say home. that's home just for just for the bragging it's rights. Home. It's not. <laughs> no, not uh, it's an in the park home run. <laughs> no, it's not. That's third you, base. You think you think that you think that's like terms for bragging? I th- I think when you're yeah, that, are you kidding me? When you're sitting holding your first. maybe the guys. Yeah. Yeah, but listen, you're bragging. No, no, no. <laughs> you're bragging that you've been with a whore. <laughs> the fist. That's the fist. Tough. Babies come out of there. What? Yeah, that's kind of tough. Fist. All right. Thank you. For you gotta that. do the spin punch with it though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough. He's enough already. How he does it right enough now. Enough already. <laughs> Panani, if you feel like we're crossing the line, come hit that button. All right. <laughs> so here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the hideout sexual series between Veronica and our lovely. Uh, Alyssa, to be crowned who's going to be the hideout princess on 106.7 WJFK. We've, we've, we've had them write down their answers for first, second, third, and now the complete home run. They've written down their answers. The person who's closest without going over on each person <laughs> will be the J-Dubs princess. Gets a run. 
and then we will go from there. Okay? Hey, what do you get if you're the princess? Bateman. <laughs> you win Bateman. You get to take him home for a fabulous night of watching American Psycho. Here we go. And slapping the hell out of you. Here we go. First base. I'm going to ask Alyssa first and then Veronica to give me their answers. Oh, wait. I didn't do third base yet. Wait, what are you doing? I'm sorry. We gave you, we gave you all this time. Are you married? You know what, Bateman? Yeah, I'm anyone? divorced. Thank you, though. You know what, Bateman? Oh. I, I still wear the ring and it's kind of sad. But I think Alyssa <laughs> might be just dumb enough to F Bateman. Hey, I'm not dumb. Uh, you didn't do third base yet. <laughs> well, listen, I have a question. Um, how long were you married? Attention. I can't tell you that. That's giving you too much of an advantage. you got to write this stuff down. Okay. All right? 106.7 WJFK. Do you want to play a song and come back get the answers? Definitely. Let's do that. I'm excited to find out. Because, ladies and gentlemen, more so than this being about anything else, this is about having two chicks, two very hot chicks, look at us and say, and picture us. I only think that you've possibly slept with two girls in your entire life. You guys the answer could be 25. And I'm excited to find out the answer to these as well. So stay tuned, El Jefe's sexual series on El Jefe's hideout. I still get one more night of being the king on 106.7 WJFK. Dubs, do me the honor of introducing this next song that we're going to have for uh, everybody in Washington, D.C. Project Chick, Cash Money Millionaires. <laughs> I, I, you, you threw me on the spot there. I didn't even know what we were playing. On 106.7 WJFK. We're professionals, DCRTV.com, Dave. Don't forget that. <laughs> Yo, Fresh, you ready? Watch the I'm ready, man. Now. Run it. Let me do this. And her friends, Lisa, Teresa, Maria, Tia, Leah, and Kim. I love y'all bros. No disrespect to my dogs, but I love y'all bros. Yeah, I love y'all bros. To the ladies having babies without no drama. To my niggas, say I love my baby mama. I both shoot them tattoos and even fix your breasts. I push aside the fries, ride to the S on your chest. But the ones who I would hit and be put in them. Everything I love it in the kitchen is when I'm the wheezy for season. I'm off the easy, believe me. See me, I squeeze in between it, and then I leave it so greasy. When I come through in a Rolls Royce, leave them with no choice. Put the hop up in it, then just let me make it so moist. Keep it red and black, like it just carry it. Let me on the chest and come to 
Millionaires Project Chick, Dal Hefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. And that great intro of that song is what you have to look forward to next week on J Dub's Treehouse. On J Dub's Treehouse. J Dub's Treehouse. Yes, yeah. Uh... 106.7 WJFK. And Dubs, while I play this, I want you to turn the mics off. All right. Okay. I'm going to play this right now. Which hideout member has scored the most? It's the Hideout Sexual Series, only on 106.7 WJFK. All right, and we're back in the Hideout, and we're doing the Sexual World Series. We have two beautiful women. They get hotter and hotter every time I see them, J-Dubs. <laughs> Alyssa, by the way, we should set the guy, set the scene for the guys who are listening, and even the ladies, because the, the girls are hot. Uh, Alyssa looks a lot like the chick who was on the Fast and the Furious, the first one, the girl with the bad eyebrows, but Alyssa has great eyebrows. Jordana Booster. Jordana Booster. <laughs> Look at that. Bateman coming through in the What club. a producer. Now, last time I saw Veronica, uh, last time I saw Veronica, I thought Shakira. I got to say, that was an injustice to you, Veronica. Turn their mics back on. They are. Oh, no, they aren't. Tommy turned them off for some reason. <laughs> uh, uh, you were way hotter. Shakira is. Oh. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Way hotter than Shakira. So I just want to say. That is nice. That is she's, nice. I think she's beautiful. I think so honestly. too. She's beautiful. They have to bag off my woman, okay? Hey, you, know, <laughs> you know, Veronica's half Colombian and Shakira's half Colombian. Well, whatever. You're better than her. <laughs> you got the better part of Colombia. <laughs> okay? You got the more Coke you part, got, the you hotter got, part. You got the coffee beans. Yeah, you're more of my little coffee beans. <laughs> you like coffee beans on your stomach? You know that? <laughs> Lydia's. How about allegedly? Allegedly. Just kidding. He likes to eat your coffee. Punani. Yeah. I mean, coming out of break, man, they come walking back in, and first of all, they just smell fantastic. And I know all guys, all guys just appreciate. <laughs> Dirty man is 
Oh. It doesn't matter. You guys, you guys smell fantastic, and also, oh, guys out there with you know, just poop. That's why. Oh well, hey, you know, but uh, guys out there with their uh, pants around their ankles. Oh yeah, they do. They have the walk. They both have the walk. They're they're prancing around the JFK studios, and I'm just like, you got me kidding me. What the hell's going on here? You girls have boyfriends, don't you? Don't lie. You're seeing people, aren't you? I am. <clears throat> Yeah. Son of a bitch. Me later and on me. tonight. <laughs> Bateman later on. So it's the Hideout Sexual Series. Uh, before we did Cash Money Millionaires and Project Chicks, we went to every single base. And they have picked, they have written down a number of the people that they think El Jefe, J-Dubs, Bateman, and Punani have been with. The closest without going over wins. This is the opportunity for you guys to learn a little bit about, you know... El Jefe's hideout. She has some really high numbers. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> All right. To see the closest without going over, and it's also the opportunity for girls, it's also the opportunity for chicks to look at us and rate us. All right? Closest without going over. I have a feeling a princess may already be crowned. I have a feeling about that, too. I don't know if they had sex with 40 people. Uh, let's this see, though. 40 has <laughs> Is Shakira smarter than you, Veronica? You got all the looks, you got the brain? No. no I, I, there's like this reasoning behind all these numbers. Okay, well then let's go around. Let's okay. do it. Okay. You ready? Yep. All right. all right. First base. The number. How should we do it? They give their number first and yeah. then we give the correct numbers? Yes. All right, here we go. Veronica, the number of m women that you think each of us has been with. No, first base. First base. Okay. First base. Each one the numbers. Mm -hmm. I don't tell you the names. Well, you tell names too. Tell names too. Okay. El Jefe was twenty. Okay. Jay was <laughs> thirty. She shut thirty-five. Tommy is fifteen. Punan or Punani is <laughs> fifty-seven. Okay. He is fifty-seven years old. Wait, he is Seven. Yes. Yeah, kiss somebody? That's, that's, that's not much. Right. That's kissing, though. That's kissing. That's kissing. <laughs> My numbers are a little low. <laughs> that's okay. Let me hear what you have, Alyssa. Okay. <laughs> she's going to be betting the one dollar on the. Uh... <laughs> Don't be insulted. All right, go ahead. LFA five. <laughs> Sorry, it's not mean. J Dub's ten. Tommy four. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think like? Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. And give your final one for Punani. And Punani 20. All right. All right. All right. I'm ready for the answers. Yep. All right. Congratulations because, amazingly, you have three runs, Alyssa. What's up? You were the closest on three. Yeah. Veronica. Possible. Veronica. 57. Give Alyssa listen. 57. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me explain. All right. Veronica, you were correct on Johnny Punani. You said 40. Wow. Johnny Punani has been with. Actually, you said 57, right? Kissing. Yeah. Kissing. 57. Punani has been with 40. That was the closest without going over. This is sad. Alyssa, you said four for Bateman? Yeah. Bateman is nine. So you get a run for that. Yay! Dubs, you said what, ten? Dubs is 18. You said for Hefe, five? 
is five. Hefe is five. Oh, yeah, baby, right on the dot. I don't understand this. You've only kissed five girls before in your life? That's so cute. I've only been with five women. No, kissed five women. Kids. That's yeah. really no, kissed. endearing. Kissed. That's really sweet and enduring. Girls I, love that. I can name them all on my hand. The majority of them in high school. In oh, fact, well, I pretty much shoot. You should see the other numbers. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's it's like why, 82. <laughs> that's why we had you write them down. Which hideout member has scored the most? It's the Hideout Sexual Series. Only on 106.7 WJFK. All right, let's move to second base. Johnny Punani. Your guess is Veronica, you go first, going with Punani, and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay, Punani was um, 40. Tommy was 10. Um, J-Dubs 35. And then yours was 19. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so off. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I appreciate you think I can get into that many girls' pants, but... Yeah, but that's just touching. That's though. just boobs, though. Just boobs. Yeah, well... Alyssa? Thank you for that. Thank well, like, you. Like, what happened? Like, I know I'm a, I'm a very That's sexy like you man. That's you walk by a girl and you just grab boots. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very sexy man, and I can see how you think that. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa, what do you have? Notice how we're all laughing. Okay. Um, You're laughing. <laughs> Johnny Funani, 10. <laughs> That's probably really off. I'm sorry. Um, Tommy, 3. <laughs> J-Dub, 7, and El Jefe, 7. Okay. All right. Well, you're sweeping the category so far. Right now, Alyssa has six runs. Veronica has two runs. Veronica won on the Johnny Punani. Johnny Punani, you've had the boobs of at least 30 different women? Wow. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, I was thinking make-out as in swapping spit and all that. And, I mean, it's a serious make-out thing. Mm -hmm. If I'm there... It's a natural progression. Mm. Now, yeah. and I, 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 I can admit, I, 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 agree. I know that it's, you know, maybe it'd be um, 10, 12 chicks have said, no, I don't want to do it. And that's when it stops. And, of course, relationship stops. But, uh -huh. Pernani, you, you've been, there have been 10 chicks who you've made out with. That, that it couldn't, couldn't that go any farther. Couldn't go further yep. to second base. Yep. And then you just punched them in the stomach. <laughs> you were in Yeah, Brazil. I was in Brazil. So. Are they whores? What was your number? I'm sorry, 10? They like, you know, I say Brazil that because there's a lot of women in Brazil, more than men, obviously, and they love American men. That is true. So when you see that American men, and they have really bad reputation. And they have bad, it's a bad reputation. I mean, that's bad, but. Now, Dubs, I got to say, we just got this new fancy equipment where we can take the hideout anywhere as long as they have a phone line. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's time to go to Brazil. <laughs> it's time to up the ante. <laughs> Bateman has been with nine girls. So. Bunati <laughs> laugh. So every girl you made out with, though, you got the second base with That's as well. That's 100%. Yes. Well, good for you, man. That is a great percentage. Good job. <laughs> It'll be 10 after tonight with Bronny. Oh, oh, all right. So you can get Nefa. Dubs. Let me change this number right here. 18. Dubs has been, again, one of those that's 100% uh, going from first base to second base with the chicks. To be honest, <laughs> forceful or not, I still got there. No. Uh, 36 uh, moves, bro? Yeah. That's outstanding. Well, one of, one of them had cancer, so 35. <laughs> oh, my God. 
No, no three nips. That's horrible. No chicks. Right. Hey, what? I can't make out with a girl with cancer. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's your you can't deal? Can't make fun of her. I they, can't make fun of her. I did. I'm just telling the truth. Thirty-five boobs. They need love too. <laughs> well, I got a, I, I got a, I got a technical question. I did. There was one with three nips once. So does that? No, that is. You don't get bonus points. No, I'm just thinking. Is it does it go to thirty thirty and a half or? No. Okay. Ew. Three nips. <laughs> three nips. Okay. I, I'm trying to move on from this, but I got no way to say. I got to find out. Three nips. What the hell happened? Where is this chick with three nips? Yeah, there's some people with three. It's basement. Yeah, but they're not very big though. No, I mean it's it's more of it's like, like a big nipple. Big, it's yeah, it's like a big little, freckle. Where are they? It's like that big. Are they usually in the same spot? No, it's no. Oh, There'd only be one nipple if they're in the same spot. Four No, I mean like in the same area. <laughs> okay. Where is it? It was, it, it was like uh, up, <laughs> it was in the middle and up. Are you sure it's not like a mole or? Well, that's what I thought at first, and then she said no. Did she got? Did she get sensation from it? No, 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 no. It's, it's just a, so a benign growth or yeah. No. You can bite on it, and she wouldn't feel anything. No. Very good. Wow, man. You're a lucky man. Second base for El Jefe. Second base for El Jefe. Four. Four second base. Somehow I'm more of a loser than Tommy Bateman. I don't know how that happens. Look in the mirror. Third base. Now, this is actually pretty telling. And I'll be honest with you, if I didn't have to score with any chicks and actually perform the act of sex, I would much rather third base, especially receiving. I'm much more of a guy who enjoys to receive you know oral what? I hear that than all having time. sex. Than ha- cause, uh, it's a control I've heard, thing. I've heard that, too. It's not a control thing. I'll tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> it is. It's a lazy yeah, thing. It's a lazy <laughs> thing. <laughs> Here, it's a lazy thing. Let me tell you why. If I'm actually having sex with either one of you, okay, let's go to this dream imaginary world. Mm-hmm. If I'm having sex, I think in my mind, damn it, I have to please them. I have to I have to take them to the next level. I have to get them there. And when I'm three strokes in and I'm ready to finish, then I'm like <laughs> they're just starting. What do I do at this point? You know what I mean? When I'm receiving oral, there's no pressure. As long as you want, you know that she's there just for you and to do it to you, and it, it's a lot more enjoyable for me. I don't mean. Yeah, to... but I'm saying just physically though. Which which one feels better? Than that? Oral. Understand. Wow. Great, great. That really depends you... on the girl. Great oral is always better than great sex. Three though, like generally speaking, I'm talking. Yeah, about... I mean, they're, they're, if the teeth are scraping or something, it's no good. Uh-huh. End up with little red bumps. Okay. okay. So All right. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. What happened to the pizza that we were promised this week? And I don't know. We're we're promised pizza from Domino's, and I don't actually know what happened to that. I'm not quite sure to be perfectly okay. honest with you. Continue. All right. So third base, Veronica, give me your rundown real quick of the fellas in this studio. Who you think has gotten a third base again? That includes digital. I guess we can equal fist there as well. Okay. That also includes um, I, I, oral, given, and received. Actually, I call uh, I call fist a pickle between third and home. So, <laughs> all right, here it is: the Hideout Sexual Series. Veronica, give me your numbers. Start with El Jefe. <clears throat> um. Okay. I. What you, what you had written down? <laughs> She's hesitating. It's like one. <laughs> Just give it. No. Um. Well, mine are all like they, they just gradually go down. So okay, my, okay yeah, well, that's okay. fine. So, all right, fine yours now. was twelve. Okay, twelve. Okay, J Dub's twenty-three. Okay, Tommy zero. Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know where she's coming from with this because he's a very angry man. He has a lot of sexual frustration. <laughs> 
What's Spoonani get? I got three. Spoonani gets 36. You go from zero to 36. Tommy, you know, if it's zero, you know what that is. She wants to be the first. Yes. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Oh, my God. Alyssa, she doesn't want to have to live up to it. That's so funny. Alyssa, give your number. She's looking like a bodily fluid pet kind of guy. Oh, has <laughs> okay, Alyssa. El Jefe's 10. Mm-hmm. J-Dub's 10. Tommy is 11. <laughs> and uh, I just had to give him one, you know. Come on, guys. Johnny, 20. Johnny, everybody went over except for the zero that Veronica <laughs> gave to Bateman. So Veronica gets one run. Right now, the <laughs> take that one away from her. <laughs> I was the closest without going over, brother. <laughs> we're rounding third and we're heading home. Which hideout member has scored the most? It's the Hideout Sexual Series. Only on 106.7 WJFK. Do we actually give the numbers for third for each of us? We didn't. We just gave the point. No, that's true. Um, Punani, 12. Bateman, 6. Dubs, 9. Nine, brother. I know. So, what is the majority of that? Received? Yeah. Given? Received. Hefe? Hefe two. Hefe <laughs> two. Well, you don't want to see the girls have. No, no. You wouldn't go there either. Hefe <laughs> two. Are we doing that uh, all the way? Or is that Here a little too personal for you? Here we go. No, home runs. Mm-hmm. We're going home runs. I didn't know we were doing Veronica, you start first. No, let's just skip over Veronica's. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what's the score? Right now, it's 6-3 to three in favor of Alyssa. If she could hold on somehow, she will be crowned the hideout princess. First ever on 106.7 WJFK. Mommy, don't look at me like that. <laughs> okay. With that long, sexy <laughs> stare. All right, Alyssa, we're going to have you go first. Let me hear your numbers. Okay. For those of us that have gotten all the way and scored, here it is. El Jefe side out, 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe? Mm-hmm. One. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. Dubs? Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy, two. Oh, I'm sorry. And then J-Dubs. No, no Punani. I mean, Punani, 30. Okay, so she went. <laughs> That's really old. All right, let me hear yours, yours Veronica. Starting from Punani? Mm-hmm. Okay. 21, Tommy 1. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, so you think he had you think he had sex, but he hadn't had oral, oral he, something? He just looked like a goat. All right. <laughs> J. Dubs, 7, I'll have a 4. Wow. Dubs, we can officially crown. A princess of El Jefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Congratulations to Alyssa as she yeah! wins the hideout sexual series 8 to 3. No, Whatever. no, no, no. There, uh... on that, no, on that one. Oh, are we okay. going to say the numbers now? Here are the numbers. For Johnny Punani, the sexual stud on El Jefe's hideout, 12. Punani has yeah. been with 12 m- women the majority of those paid while he was in the Navy or the Army. All right, wait. Can we can we throw guys that tuck into the mix, too? Because we can up the numbers here, too. On a few of us. Yeah. It's a crazy night. What about farm oh, animals? Gosh. Saginaw, Michigan. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Bateman, four. And that's where uh, Veronica got, or actually Alyssa got, one of her points was on Bateman with his four. 
Bateman, oh. four, brother. Congratulations, man. <laughs> it was going to be he five tonight, but I'm cutting Veronica off. <laughs> what is the majority of these girlfriends, or do you have any one-night stands there? One one-night stand, and the rest were girlfriends. Wow. Where'd you get the one-night stand from? I'd rather not talk about it. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Not paid, I might add. <laughs> these like, unlike other He's like, Hefe, don't bring that night up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that night, last time Melissa was here. Oh. Dubs, how many for you? Five. Dubs has been with five women. And again, he's only 23. And you've 23. been in... You were uh, I, I turned 23 uh, on Monday. So. And you've been with a lot of... You've, you've been in this relationship for a while, too, right? Yeah, about two years. So, I mean, your numbers are low. Yeah. And El Jefe's numbers are uh, 17. <laughs> 17. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what's written down. But no. you just one. Didn't uh, one on El, uh, for El Jefe on 106.7. So Okay. Why, wait, wait, wait. Why is it funny when it's one for me and then it's one for him? Because you know why? Because you're scary. Because you were scary. Because I am a lovable, cuddly, cuddly teddy bear. And by the way, my ex-wife was a former model. Just wow. to let you know, I'm used to hot chicks. Where did she model? I'm not. She actually was offered a, uh, a contract with a Ford agency. She Ooh, turned it down. Ford is, uh, they started she was a, form, she was a former, former Miss Teen Texas. Why did she turn it down, though? She wanted to go to school. Oh. Good. What a smart wow. girl. That's a lawyer. Really? Ah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I lost sorry, her. I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, Thanks for that. Thanks yeah, for that. She's going nowhere. She's going nowhere. Now, ladies, your, your last trip in, your last trip in made such an impression on someone Uh-oh. that he wants to come in and he wants to... Spit oh. <laughs> on you. And he wants to... Punch you in the face. Why? Actually, no. <laughs> Turpneck. Turpneck, who's been a long fan of El Jefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Let's welcome Turpneck into the hideout. <laughs> Turpneck, uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good there, El Donkey and Jay Silly. How are you guys doing? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, that was actually a callback to earlier. We're changing our name so it sounds like the junkies are talking about us 24-7. Um, so... Your your gift to the lovely ladies. What is that? Oh, I uh, brought some <gasps> flowers. For oh the my God! Look at this. Now Bateman. <gasps> look at Bateman. He's taking off his jacket. So He's ready to throw down. <laughs> He's ready to throw down at Veronica's oh, honor. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. So Bateman got so <laughs> in the corner. Right here. Hold on. Your your mic's out. Huh? Oh, here here it is. Is that better? Uh, yeah. He gets so upset. That he takes off his jacket when Turpneck moves in on his territory. <laughs> you know, no, he's not. He's not mad at Turpneck. He's mad at the girls for moving in on Turpneck. Something like huh? that. <laughs> Wouldn't make any sense at all. No, I, I was trying to send another gay joke in there. Sorry. Right. I think I, I think you were right earlier. Hey, no, she's a bully. She bullied me in my home. I think you were right earlier. I think we squeezed just as many gay jokes in here as we could. Now I got a I got a pressing question though for everybody that's sitting here. Turpneck, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you go to school? What's your situation? Uh, Twenty-one, University of Maryland, uh, junior animal science. Uh, live in Waldorf, Maryland. Waldorf, huh? Yeah, farm, farm kid. And, uh, cool. Just you usually listen to the hideout while doing what? Uh, usually it's, um, 
either chilling at home after working all day or getting drunk at the fraternity house after the Maryland game. Nice, man. I love the fact that college kids listen to this show because we're, we're that age. A lot of people, can st we can still relate to the college-age crowd, me being yeah. 25, Dubs 22, Punani 40. <laughs> There's always that one dirty man at the bar. <laughs> but you know what? He's, but everyone loves him. He's usually wearing that hat that Punani's wearing, too. Yeah. But everybody likes him because you know if you're 19, he'll buy you beer. Just to get you drunk. He would. Oh. So, Sweet. now where do you ladies go to school? <clears throat> I go to George Mason. George Mason? Nova. And you go to Nova. Well, we're representing everybody here. I'm a little thrown off. There was this thing about the top party schools, the top ten party schools in the United States of America. Nowhere on there was Nova. No, no. Didn't graduate much. cum laude, did you? Which school, which school is a better party school? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I, I am interested. Nova doesn't have a campus, though, like as far as people living on it. I'm not talking about Nova. Oh. Actually, I'll tell you this, though. A long time ago. I'll tell you this, though. I bet the Nova kids know how to party a lot harder than the people at uh, yeah. GMU. And also over at Maryland because they have to they go to drugs. the city. <laughs> well, not only <laughs> they they probably they probably did a lot of partying in high school, and that's the reason there's no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's really it's true. So true. I know it's oh, it true. Is. That's the uh, early start program. Thirteenth, <laughs> fourteenth grade. That's the, that's the punishment from their parents for getting an STD. That's what it is. You're going to Nova. Hey, chill. Interesting STDs. Don't know. Fourteen-year-old. Fourteen-year-old STD. JMU's a pretty fun party school, actually. Is it? No, it's, it's right up the friend, street, right? Yeah, we have a good friend, Lauren. She's in town from JMU. And, yeah. Is she hot? She yeah. is a hottie. You she's single? You girls, I know you girls no, got boyfriends. she's not single. She's not single. All right, we got a new, we got a new thing, Dubs. Mm -hmm. From now on, we are banning chicks that have boyfriends from coming into the studio. After us. After you. <laughs> and actually, Veronica is banned because only the princess uh, can have a significant other and come into the hideout. Uh, you're going to come in, and we're gonna, you're going to have to now challenge other women to be the hideout princess. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Wondering about the party schools locally. And if you're a kid that's going to Fairfax High School or something, and you know you're going to have a really throw-down good time, which school are you going to? Let's go to Torrin. Welcome into the hideout. Yeah, my school, my, for, my future uh, alma mater, uh, Towson University. Towson? Not so much. Well, Towson up in Baltimore. What's wrong with Towson? No, it's all right. Baltimore's actually a pretty fun town. A lot of colleges there. So. A lot of bars in Towson, you know, partying, freak broads from New York. So, you know. Hey, that's not bad. I heard Towson is a, is a pretty decent school. Yeah. I've heard. <clears throat> all right. Well, Towson uh, gets a vote. Uh, unexpectedly, <laughs> on the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Now, you being up in Maryland, though, Turpneck, I mean, seriously, what is the scene like right now in college? Because I'm thinking back longingly to those days. What is it? I, I, I honestly, I miss a lot because, uh, you know, I don't live in the house and everything. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely, like, there's two different crowds. There's your over 21, and then there's the under 21 that mooch off everyone that is 21. I agree. Yeah, that's the way it's set up. So, I mean, that's like, we've got a bunch of guys in the house that are underage, and, uh, you know, we're always just bringing beer back into the house so they can get bombed in the house. But people did it for you, too, didn't they? Um, I didn't ask. No. I, it, I didn't do it. Isn't, isn't it understood, though? When, I mean, isn't that, let's be honest real, real quick, when we're talking about fraternities, isn't that the best reason to join a frat? Mm. To know that you're automatically going to have some buddies and you're automatically going to have free access to beer. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's definitely good times. 
uh, but bad times, I would like to uh, say, uh, to Mark, uh, sorry about getting your uh, DWI there Thursday night. Uh, <laughs> it works out for you, buddy. All right, don't give his last name. Oh, wow. I'm not, I wouldn't give my brother's name. Oh, but, wow. uh, but on the way to the liquor store to get more beer, got pulled uh, over for his dwee. Wow, man. Have you ever had a DWI, Dumbs? No, no, never. I've never had any alcohol-related arrest. I have. Thing. Have you really? Two. How old are you? I'm 20. <laughs> really, Alyssa? I know, it's so scandalous. Okay, I'll tell you the stories. Real quick. Okay, real quick. We're going to take a break. I was 15, and I went to a concert with an 18-year-old boy. And Whore. <laughs> dork? Whore. Whore. Not so much, not so much. I don't know, that's pretty hot. <laughs> no, what, what's an 18-year-old doing taking a 15-year-old to a concert? What'd you go see? I was only a sophomore, he was a senior, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's especially a big deal if you're a senior in high school. Uh, okay. Taking out an underclassman like that, a sophomore refreshman, right, Dumbs? That's what that's what the the pattern is in high school. You know so. what? I'm always thrown off for our relationship too, Dubs, because you know how I put everything back into high school terms. I'm 25 and you're 22, so that's like me hanging out with a sophomore or a freshman <laughs> if we were in high school. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I would have never hung out with you in high school because I'd have been a freshman and you're a sophomore. I wouldn't hung out with you because I was a badass jock and you're a pussy. Oh, wait a second, no. <laughs> Some things never change. Um, so anyway, tell your okay. one story real, real quick. quick. Um, and then and then we were leaving Nissan Pavilion and they were pulling over every third car and I got pulled over and we had like beer can in the front and so I had I got my parents had to pick me up at 12 in the midnight at Nissan Pavilion when I was 15 <laughs> with a guy they didn't know. And he got a DUI. And then the second time was in North Carolina when I lived at the beach this summer. Did you get busted for statutory, too? No, not so much. <laughs> and I was in the Outer Banks, and uh, the, cops, yet. the cops have nothing to do there. So they pulled us over because the girl I was driving with um, didn't have her lights on. So then I threw a cup out the window because I thought they weren't I was wasted. And I didn't think they were looking. And so then they're like, oh, threw that cup out the window. And they, like, handcuffed me because I was laughing at them. And, <laughs> and, then, um, and then after we got our ticket, my $390 ticket, my friend, this Colombian girl, like, ju- like, uh, went the put the car in backwards into the cop's car. <gasps> wow! Oh my God! <laughs> we're getting pulled over for getting pulled over for a DUI. I don't give her last name. I didn't say her last name. I said her name, Viviana. Okay. All right. Well, there it is, boys. There it she's is. Single. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, she is, but she's in North Carolina, so good luck. Yeah. Is she fat? Because I uh, hear Punani drives down to North Carolina <laughs> to get his train. Is that true, Punani? Or is it Virginia? Yeah, Virginia Beach. Right? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Punani actually does. Just so you know, last weekend, all right? Is that where you were last weekend? Yeah. You went to go get the strange down in uh, no, Virginia Beach? No, it was the soccer thing, and right after that, I was, you know. Strip clubs. No, Punani doesn't waste his money in strip clubs. Not when he's got a head of money waiting down at Virginia Beach. All right, well, ladies, I want to thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, guys. And hanging out with us. You guys were awesome. Tur- yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> was that spoon back in the studio? Why was that yelling? Between Alyssa's laugh and Bateman's yelling, I'm thinking spoons back and invaded the hideout. <laughs> Turpneck, do you have any? Turpneck, you can hang out if you want to on the uh, sports and news and stuff. You just want to sit around with yeah, us, cool. man. Cool, I can. All right, I know you wanted to come in and hit on the girls. Can I? Can I say two things? Mm-hmm. Um, first, I'd like to say hi to Kyle, Danilo, and Rob because <laughs> they told me to. Turn it back on, sir. <laughs> and um, and also, what do I get for being princess? Hmm? I'm t- you get the to know that you're the hideout princess. You got flowers. 
Oh, Surf that's true. That's for true. You. you want a tea bag on your forehead? <laughs> not so much. I was going to offer up a pearl necklace. <laughs> Any of those things are more than I capable. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, I don't even know what a pearl necckla- I know what a tea bag is. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming in, ladies. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. You. See Bye. you guys later. Tommy, you, you can escort the ladies out. <laughs> 800 And if I don't see you, Tommy, in 10 minutes, I'm calling the police. Please do not chop them into pieces like you did with our last guest. <laughs> I mean, seriously. How, how bad does it hurt? And Veronica just laughed at you and made fun of you the whole time. Aww. Go ahead. You guys can go out. I, want to touch I don't know. I'll just ask your ex-wife how it was when she told you she was leaving. Oh. Thanks. Thanks. That was a low blow. Hmm. I know he's given a lot a of lot. those. <laughs> you know, I can take them out. So did you call Cameron during the break? <laughs> yes. Take them out of here. You know what? You were wrong. We could fit one more gay joke in the show. Thank you. Thank you. Leave it to me, the master. All right, let's take a commercial break. We got Chirp Neck and Punani coming in, sitting in on the hideout. We're going to do sports, news, and, of course, mandatory Manson still to be had. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7. I got this one, Dubs, WJFK. I just want to say that you guys talk. I want to hear the replay. You can have a sense of humor about that. I don't know what you can have a sense of humor about. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7, WJFK. Entertaining more men than DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. My name is El Jefe. That is J-Dubs over there. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Is I am on my AOL for broadband right now, checking out what's going on with the World Series. You just heard the sexual series. Here we have the World Series, bottom of the sixth in New York City. My Florida Marlins, three to one over wow. the New York baseball Yankees. And where is that again? It is in New York. Very good. So eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. And I don't know. Dubs, let me ask you this. If you could be any person, any person, sports-wise, in the history of sports, now sports... Oh, wait, let's welcome in our uh, our bi-curious BJ sports analyst. Hey, buddy. Hey, BJ. Ten minutes uh, late. Where you at, brother? Where am I at? Mm-hmm. I just got home. From? From Fowlerville. <laughs> You're in Fowlerville. Yeah, I was in Fowlerville. I was over at my friend's house. Doing what? Uh... Drinking beer? <laughs> Is that okay? I mean, yeah, that's fine. You sound a little lit. What's that? Were you watching the World Series? I am not. I was watching the Red Wings game. The Red Wings? It's like their Red fourth Wings. game of the season, man. We need you watching the World Series. I'll tell you what. I'm a I'm a Atlanta Braves fan, and when I saw the Braves, when the Cubs beat the Braves, because I hate the Cubs. I think I, we already talked about that before. And by the way, I want to thank you for turning me on and exposing the curse to be the first person ever to talk about the curse to go. I can't believe you didn't hear about that. We heard about it in uh, what, what class was that? It was our uh, Mr. Hasenshaw's class. class. Yeah. It was a Paul Harvey. Yeah, Paul Harvey thing. He read it. He read it to us our freshman year in high school. So you hate the Cubs and why? Well, I hate the Cubs and I'm a big Braves fan. So watching the the Cubs beat the Braves was. It, it was really hard for me to take. But I'll tell you what, in the end, it was worth it. To see the Cubs up three games to one and just blow it. And just, they were, I mean, not only were they up three games to one, they were winning by, like, what, four runs in one game? Yeah. 
Oh, it was, it was such a good feeling just to see Sammy Sosa drag his head, you know, and just it, it was so great seeing the Cubs and the Cubs fans have to suffer through that. Dubs, um, I was actually about to ask this question to Dubs, and I want you to think about this as well, BJ, and everybody in the room as we have Punani back with us and also sitting in with us from the University of Maryland, Mr. Terpnek, who is a uh, avid fan of the show. Uh, if you could be any sports star, just like ever, and maybe, no, wait, you know what, let me amend it. Who's your favorite sports star of all time? Okay. Favorite sports. Favorite sports star of all time. Dubs, I mean, do you have one specifically that you just think, if I could be anybody, I would want to be this person? I, you know, not really. I have a whole lot of flavors of the month, you know? Like, I like to go through and, like, oh, I, I really like this guy right now. And then I go on to jump on another bandwagon. I'm that kind of guy. I don't know if I have an all-time favorite sports guy. If I was going to be one... Probably Magic Johnson. Magic would be your favorite of all time? I'd want to be him. With or without the hiv. Yeah, with or without the hiv, he's had a great life. <laughs> what about you, uh, Punani? Oh, I mean, it's definitely one of three. I mean, I would say um, Pele, Muhammad Ali, or Michael Jordan. Not All much... black men. Very good. Well, not only do I want to be hung like them, but I also want the fame and popularity. No, the thing, the thing about them, those I, three I, guys. I don't know if I've ever would have thought that somebody would have said Pele. Well, the thing about those three guys is not only were they great sports guys, but they are international and they're also ambassadors for more important subjects than sports. Sports is just a game. So if you ever get, you know, and I always believe that sports figures do have a duty to give back to the community, not just, you know, that's just some that's going well. And, uh, would you say that's true of all celebrities, though? A lot of people have a Pretty duty much. to give to G. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Going for that internship over G-Man's thing, huh? <laughs> Damn, Dubs. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Dubs is now rolling on the floor. No one knows what we're talking about. No, no, I'm sure they can assume. Yeah, it's a little inside, but, you know, that was good. That was good. Look at you so proud of yourself. All right, anyways. I mean, that's the reasoning behind those But three. don't you think that all celebrities have a duty? <laughs> To, uh, what is, what is the third grade? Have a duty, duty to be more than who they are and what they are? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, when you reach that, you know, the, that status and when you actually do something about it, because there are a lot of well, guys. Wait a second. I'm not going to give them so much props because at that point you're not working for anything anymore. You need ways to fill time. So what do you do? Well, I you mean, go there, out and you there, help the community. Well, that's the thing. There's so many that don't do that. I mean, the majority of them do reach a. You know, a glorious status or whatever, and they don't go back and do anything. And if they do, a lot of them, it's just because it's in their contract. Right, exactly. But I, I mean, I, I get the the feeling that you know, you're, I know Pele did, and I know you guys don't know a lot about him. But Muhammad Ali is he not one of the big, you know, I mean, obvious names in sports who goes around country to country, you know, preaching peace and that. You know, he does that. I mean, you you hear about that. And you know, Michael Jordan's uh, pretty much renowned for a lot of things that he's done. I don't think so. Michael Jordan really got into the whole thing of being a... Very quietly he did it, though. Mending, though. Mending racial strife and things like that. He really wasn't that kind of guy. But he went back even... He, he was more of the local communities that he'd go in there and, and he did his thing. 
What about you, Chirpneck? If you could be any sports athlete, are there any rodeo stars that you think that you'd? Uh... Uh, you know who I want to be? Joe Millionaire. You know who I'd want to be? By the way, does that look good to you? No, it looks terrible. Really? The last one was pretty oh, good. I think I it, no, I think that's going to be. I think it's going to be even better making fun of international bimbos, hot oh. international chicks making fun. It's one thing to make fun of hot American girls, but when you could take it to the next level yeah, that's right. and make fun of hot international chicks, not I mean, just international, but European. Aren't they all European? And they're probably going to be some French. Hey, is he talking about G. Gordon Lee again? What are you doing? What, what are you... A and B. Um, you know the rodeo guy I'd want to be, though. I was Before I cut you off, and I'll let you talk in a second. The rodeo guy that I would want to be is um, the, dude that's, the dude that's banging uh, Jewel right now. Uh, hey, call call the... I guess I'm answering my cell phone right now. 1-800-636-1067. Call that right now. All right? All right, but 1-800-636-1067. That's Clay Aiken. Is it? That's Clay Aiken. He's calling for your birthday right now. I gave I gave the publicist my cell phone. There it is right now. Clay Aiken should be on our phone line any second. By Curious BJ, do you want to wish Dubs a happy birthday? I didn't even know it was his birthday. You're his cousin. How do you not know that it's his birthday? You know, I always I always forget his birthday. He always well, mine's an easy one to remember, but his for some reason I I know it's this month, but I always get the, the number mixed up. All right, Turpneck, who would you want to be? Uh, not based on fame or fortune, but Stank alone. We'll go with Wilk Chamberlain. Stank alone. <laughs> Just for the fact that he nailed allegedly twenty thousand chicks. Worthwhile, ain't it? You think so, though? I mean, when you get to 20,000 chicks, we did the sexual series just a second ago. Do you really think that it's worth 20,000 chicks even means anything? Is it even possible? Yeah, I don't think it's possible. I don't think 20,000 is possible. I think it, I think he's exaggerating, but I think he's gotten a lot of poon. Because they talked about Ron Jeremy even said that he's probably been with 5,000 on uh, film and 5,000 off. That's 10,000 women for Ron Jeremy. You really think Wilt Chamberlain got more than that? I don't know, man. Have you looked at Ron Jeremy lately? <laughs> he looks like me. I look a, when I was fatter, Dubs. When you first met me, when I was in Lansing, and he didn't have like the dreads or anything. He had regular hair, like poop hair, and the uh, and I had a, a body like Punani's. And he didn't have the long goatee either. Mm -mm. Yeah, you look exactly like Ron Jeremy. Lately. I was very much a Ron Jeremy type person. Let me tell you the person that I would honestly give my left nad to be. He is my hero of all time sports-wise, and that's Pudge Rodriguez. Growing up as a catcher in Texas, <laughs> come on, as a catcher in Texas and watching Pudge Rodriguez. I'm sorry, you got me on this giggle trip now. Every time you say a halfway homoerotic term, I'm laughing. <laughs> and the way he played the position and has revolutionized the position, he's he's the greatest catcher of all time. <laughs> oh, come on. He's better than Bench. Oh, he's better than Yogi. Insane. Pudge is the greatest catcher of all time. You are so insane. He's amazing defensively. Tim McCarver's better than him. Are you kidding? Why would you not yeah. say that Pudge is the greatest of all time? Has he not proven it in this World Series? So far, he has an RBI in the series. And right now, actually, as I get an update, uh, Florida is now only leading 3-2. Three 3-2 to two. Three to two in the World Series. As we're giving you some updates on High Face Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I'm serious, man. The way he's been playing... In this playoffs and the way he's been motivating the Marlins and the Marlins would not be in the series without him, that's something special, man. That's definitely something special. BJ, who would you be? I, would, I can't, couldn't pick. Pick one. 
Pick first an, person. An athlete. First person on your mind. Um. Mia Hamm. <laughs> Nicholas Lindstrom. That wouldn't be a bad one. Hockey player wouldn't be a bad deal. Um, how about Kurt Angle? Kurt, there you go, Kurt Angle. I wouldn't mind being Kurt Angle, except for he's definitely he broke his neck like three times, and I know he's pretty banged up. I don't know if I know if I want to have a busted neck. I can go with Kurt Angle. I can't hold it. I just got to hear him talk. It's so funny to me. Clay Aiken, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Please sing happy birthday to J-Dubs. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, stupid J-Dubs. Happy birthday to you. Hey, that's our buddy Lefty. Hey, Lefty, how's it going, brother? Up, kids. How you guys doing? Damn it. I, I thought you really had him. I'm a... Claymate, you know that. You can't you can't play with a claymate's heart like that. Je uh, left what? <sighs> I'm a claymate. I wanted you to call in. We did the birthday segment earlier, but I just wanted Jade up his birthday is on Monday, and I wanted you to wish him a happy birthday. I know. I just got the message. I just got out the Simon and Garfunkel concert. Why? What? Oh, dude, it was phenomenal. What, what is it with all of our What is it with all of our friends being super super? It was an event, dude. There was people crying at this. <laughs> Why? What's the lure of Simon and Garfunkel? They're just—they're amazing. They really are. They just sound amazing. Why are you? You're twenty? What? Twenty-five? I don't. You know, I dig Tool. I dig System of a Down, Manson. But you know what? I mean, I like some of the snappy stuff too, and it, it's just good. You also dig old people music, man. You dig like you're Simon right. and Garfunkel, music. Fish, The Grateful Dead. To me, those aren't even bands. The Beatles, come on. The Beatles, most overrated band in the history of uh, the I'm United States of America. I'm not having that again. <laughs> so what was this you were just talking about, though, about athletes you'd want to be? Yeah, who would you want to be left? Oh, wait, look at this. Oh, well, thank you very much. I got a uh, cupcake with candles in it. No, I'll punch you later on for that last segment. Tommy Bateman brings uh, dubs in some candles for a birthday. Blow them out. Thank you. Blow them out. Who, yeah, who would you want to be sports athlete-wise? I would be Kornikova. Anybody want me to come a slice out of this? No. Okay. Kornikova? Absolutely. Why? Do you want to bang better off? I myself naked all day. <laughs> Did you hear what Dove said? No. He's like, what, you want to bang better off all day? Oh, I no, she's not even banging him anymore. I know, but she did. She did when she was younger. That's true. She was like 16, I think, too. Could you imagine if Lefty was Kornikova and Vicarious BJ was Fedorov? Because <laughs> you know BJ's a huge Red Wings fan. <laughs> you imagine those two hooking up? What do you think of that, BJ? I, well... Hey, if he looks like uh, Kornikova. <laughs> you're down with it? <laughs> so you say if Kornikova had a penis, he'd be all over it. But he didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't say it. No, but you said if he, he would be a hot chick. <laughs> no, no. I, I think that's what you said. I, no, that I seems to be what you're implying. Kornikova if she had a penis. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. Your name is Bicurious BJ. When was the last time you got any, BJ? The last time? Mm-hmm. I don't know, a couple months. Really? Was it with yeah. the uh, was it with someone off the internet? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> Who was it? it? You don't know her. <laughs> yeah, I do. Let's get an interview. I don't know her. Hey, bring get her on the air next week, and we'll have an interview. I want a hideout exclusive next week with the chick you last banged. Come on, <laughs> you, you you came through with the guy from Valorville High School. I want a I want a phone uh, a phoner with the girl that last let you. Dirty her. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. Have you talked to her at all? 
Yeah, I talk to her every once in a while. Uh, now, you talk to her every once in a while, she won't let you go back. I could get back in it. <laughs> we'll find but out next week. Why What's that? But why well, she lives out in Grand Rapids. You're not willing to drive to Grand Rapids for some poon? It's like an hour away. Well, uh, you know, sometimes... You'd rather go to your buddy's house and drink and watch the Red Wings. Yeah, that there is that. Were you over at Farish's? I was not over at Farish's. All right, BJ. Hey, Lefty, I got some. Was it you that told me that you like to bang your chick when she has like a Iserman jersey? Iserman jersey on? No. You sure that wasn't you? Yeah, I, I think it was. Hey, Dubs, I got a question, man. I bought you that Charles Rogers Detroit Lions jersey. Yeah. Do you think that uh, you're gonna throw that on your chick and uh, like hike it out from the back or whatever and uh, say, "Oh, Charlie, oh, Charlie." <laughs> yeah, I might do that. I'm thinking it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Will you ever close your eyes and just peek down? And then I'll break her collarbone at the end. <laughs> just, see, just see the number 80. Just a fist upside the back of the head on the clavicle. <laughs> oh, all right. All right, Lefty. Well, uh, when are you coming out here, man? Uh, I don't know. Aren't you coming out this week? Oh, no, I'm not. Cameron and I have decided not to make our little road trip to Michigan. It's really? a long, it's a long story. I was actually planning on helping Cameron out, but uh, I'm not going to Michigan. They bought a '56 pack for us. Did you really? Yeah, they got these new whippets. I don't know. It was a random party store. They had a '56 pack of beer, so that's why I bought it for us. So I guess I got to drink them all myself now. What kind? Uh, it was like Molson, I think. Molson. Ugh. That's why I hate I Michigan. Really well, we are Bob Olson. We're going to drink Molson. Why can't we just give Michigan to Canada? I mean, seriously, with the Molson and the hockey. the A and the party store and the hockey, isn't it time just to give it back, at least the Upper Peninsula? Well, I'd give them the Upper Peninsula in a heartbeat. And just say, no, thank you, we're done with you? How about if we just keep Detroit? I'm not even interested yeah. in the rest of Michigan. All right. There isn't anything else in the rest of Michigan. How about Kalamazoo? We'll keep that, too. <laughs> no. All right. All right, Lefty, we'll see you, brother. Brother, happy birthday, Dub. Thank you. My curious BJ, before we let you go, do yeah. you uh, do you want to preview the Detroit Lions Dallas Cowboys game for us tomorrow? Well, I, the, Dallas is definitely surprised me this year. I didn't think they'd be nearly as good as they are. I'm totally surprised. I'm glad though because I have Troy Hambrick on my fantasy team and he's been doing quite well. But I whooped your ass last week. Oh, that's so right. Last week we had the showdown between J Dub's Treehouse and what's BJ's team name? BJ's Ballers. <laughs> and BJ's Ballers. And what was the final score? I uh, got beat by like. Ten points. Yeah. So BJ's officially in the cellar now. Yeah, he's the last. The last place team in my league. Well, how do you think? How do you think this game's going to play out? The Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. My I Dallas Detroit, Cowboys. I think Detroit can hold their own with them. I think it's going to be. A, it's going to be a close game either way. Are you on crack? Dallas is the number one team in the NFC East. It's a game and a half in front of everybody. But the Lions have not gotten blown out yet. They, they yeah. never get blown out. Like, they got blown out like by the St. Louis Rams in Monday Night Football a couple of years ago. That's the only game I can ever What was the score against uh, San Francisco? It wasn't a blowout. They, they blowout. came back. It was 17.4. You don't even have Charles Rogers anymore. Who are you going to throw to? We have uh, Azakim back, don't we? Yeah, Azakim, Bill Schroeder. What about the Redskins and the Buffalo uh, Bills? Turpneck, are you a big Redskins fan? You grew up in the area. You have to be, unfortunately. Now, what do you think, man? What do you think about the team so far? How do you solve the Redskins' problems? I don't think there is a problem. You honestly don't think no, so? No, they're a 500 team. They they sucked last year. They're coming back. What, what else is, 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 do you want from them? But everybody thought they were going to win the Super Bowl when they went 2-0. Yeah, but that's their own oh, dumbass no. fault. 
Everybody was like, this is the greatest team ever. Spurrier has figured it out. Lavernius Coles is the second coming of Jerry Rice, Patrick Ramsey's the new Troy Aikman or Mark Rippon or whatever. Montana. This team is going all the way. We're 2-0. We beat a very mediocre, and I said this. Who said this? Who said this? Very mediocre Jets team, and whoever they beat this. Oh, the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Atlanta. And everybody was ready to send this team to the Super Bowl. By the way, you can listen to the Washington Redskins tomorrow, 415. Uh, home for the Redskins, 106.7 WJFK. Game time, 1 o'clock. Getting back to how bad they suck, No, though. game time is 4. No, game time is 415, pregame, 1 oh, o'clock. okay. Um, my Cowboys in first place, man. I never thought I'd say that. And they're a game and a half up. They took care of Philly. They're going to take care of Washington here in a Watch couple of weeks. Watch out for the Lions, man. They're, they're about to, ready to pounce. I'm going to ask you this, Turpneck, and throw it out to the crowd, 800-636-1067. If the Redskins lose tomorrow, which I'm going to say they are, is the season over? If they lose to Buffalo tomorrow, is the season over? Why don't you throw Buffalo in the equation? In my opinion, the Redskins season's already over. They, they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to make a playoff. They, they had, they Excuse just, me, BJ? The BJ, are you there? <laughs> Go ahead, Um No, I don't think so. I think what we're doing right now is in the right direction. We've got a potent offense being built up. My biggest problem is the defense right now. I don't think we're rushing in fast enough. Uh, I think they're holding LeVar back. When he should be going in and getting a couple more sacks. Really? I, I've just seen LeVar knocking the ass out. You know who it's time to put out of their misery, put them out to pasture, is Bruce Smith. Well, you know he's just sticking on to get that. The two sacks. He wants the two sacks or three or whatever it is he has left. Two. He's not going to get it. Yeah, he is. I I guarantee they have this promo running right now about him going back and he only needs two sacks. We're going to be able to run that promo next year at this time saying he still needs two sacks. The thing is, once he gets down to one... Brett Favre's going to pull one of his things and just let him sack him. So they need to play Green Bay? Is they that what you're saying? Yeah, they play Green Bay, and Brett Favre will let him have the sack. I say season over for the Redskins. I say the Cowboys only lose two more games the rest of the season and end up going, what is that, 13-3? and three? Your Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl champion. Doesn't, uh, who has the uh, sack title right now? Strahan? Um, no, uh, all time, Reggie White. Reggie White. Reggie White. Where's the phenom? Phenom the, the should Strahan, be. Strahan has the uh, season sack record. Yeah, Strahan has the season. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. We are talking about, um, let's go to David. David, welcome into the hideout. What's the problem? I'll tell you, the problem with the Redskins is Dan Schneider. He's a complete ass. I mean, I mean he spends a lot of money, though. How True. <laughs> True. Dubs. Dubs. Wait a second. Sneezing. How could you say that, though? The guy's willing to spend any amount of money to get a good team. I don't know. He just drives me crazy. He's up there. His pants barely stay up. He's so fat. All right. Now you just. Now you just. I'll tell you what it is. It's because he's 38 years old and worth a billion dollars. I'm 38 years old. And I got no money. Thank and you're listening to the hideout on Saturday night. So see. All right, David. Thanks, brother. And to me, it seems more like David is upset at the fact that, you know, he's got all this money as opposed to it's not uh, uh, Snyder's fault that the, the, the offensive line can't figure out a blocking scheme that uh, who are the guys in the back? Uh, Betts and Candidate and these guys don't know how to pick up on a block. I, I don't know. That's not that's not Snyder's fault. That's Spurrier's fault. That's Spurrier not coaching the the. Uh, 
the running back. I think it might be a lot of pressure on Spurrier, though, from Snyder. That guy yells a lot. He just gets uh, he gets down there and acts like he should be coaching the team as well. Well, I'll tell you who you should take some notes from. Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. My, I'm telling you, if Snyder just had a conversation with Mark Cuban, he'd figure out how to run a winning organization. Tell you what, Snyder, you got to call my boy Jerry Jones, too. Jerry Jones has some championships. Well, yeah, but he's he's one of the worst owners. Why record. would you say that? Just because he's he wants hard to, to work win. for. He's hard to work but for. But he wants to win. True, and he does win a lot of times, but he's ruined that team a lot of times, too. No. He's, he's taking a great winning team and turned them down to nothing. Okay. 800-636-1067-202. Campbell in. 432-1067. Campbell. Campbell. Campo. Yeah. Dave Campo. All right, BJ. Thanks for your sports analyst. I appreciate that, brother. Hey. Next week, hey. come with something prepared. Oh, by the way, Fargo Gladiators beat the Mason Bulldogs. are now 8-0 on the season. 8-0. How many games do they have left? Where are they ranked in the state? They're, they were ranked sixth at the beginning of the week. The new rankings haven't come out yet. they got one game left against Corona, Michigan, next Friday. They only play nine games? They don't play ten? Nope, and then the playoffs start. Hey, let me ask you this, brother. Do you can you send me a copy of your resume because I'm ready to forward on your um your Angle tape yeah. your tape over to uh, Bob Olson at ninety two seven the ticket in Lansing. I need your resume first though. I've never. I'll have to make one. You've never had a resume before. I have a while. I guess a long time ago. <laughs> Where do I work? Come on. Didn't you work? Rex Party Store. You yeah, worked at Uncle owned it. <laughs> and then you get, he got fired. Why'd you get fu- why'd you get fired, BJ? I get fired. I lost the key <laughs> three times. Twice. First time. I threw it away in the dumpster on accident. Huh? I couldn't find it. Well, you know, I had the key in my hand and a garbage bag in my hand. I went to throw the bag away. Why are you put the key I, in your pocket? Like, oh man, it sucked. Put the key in your pocket. I should have. It was one of those things. <laughs> All right, bye, oh, well. BJ. All right. Well, hey, you guys have a good night. All right, brother. We'll see. All right, five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. <laughs> That kid. I don't know if he's interesting to anybody else. I can just hear him talk all day. I don't know. It's his voice. What is it about the guys we've had on the phone tonight? Very, very. Uh, you know what we should do? Bristed. We should have. Especially that shapey guy. <laughs> Welcome back to the Skank Shift. I'm WJFK. It pisses him off so much. Yeah. Eric, welcome into the hideout, brother. Hey, Harvey. You guys are on point. I got to give it to you. Um, um, first of all, it's just like uh, the Redskins, you know, you took the words out of my mouth about Bruce Smith. I mean, he's washed up. Basically, I mean, I, the good dude could run circles around me, you know. I mean, he could lick me in the day. To, I'm, okay, he could kick my hind parts in the day of the week. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, but. 40-year-old defensive tackle has no business in the NFL, you know, at that position, really. Okay, and then Daryl Green left, and that left a big void. You think it left a leadership void? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. More than just, like, physically, you know. it left Because this, this dude was like, you know, I mean, he'd been around in the Hogs days. I'm not even a Red... I'm a Dallas fan. Yes! Right? Look at us. Dallas so, Cowboy fans unite on the hideout. And guess what? Guess what? I say they beat Detroit. They're going to beat it's Detroit. It's not going to be an ass kick. It's not going to be an old-fashioned ass kicking contest. What is it going to be? Give me I your score. Be gross. I mean, uh, is that Monday night? No, no. it's, it's uh, tomorrow, 4.15 game time. Okay, okay. It's going to well, be a boat yeah, race. No, I, I, be, I say Dallas barely squeaks past. I don't even see Dallas getting in the play. I, I'm a Dallas fan. I just, you know, I'm not building up a whole Because Quincy Carter is a fraud. He's played amazing. Thank you so much for the call, Eric. One last phone call before we get to mandatory Manson.
Voltron, you're on the air. I was just wondering if uh, you guys are going to have uh, Dave Hughes from DCRTV.com on every week now to do the sports on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that was him. Thank you for the phone call. Hey. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. All right, let's do Mandatory Manson, ladies and gentlemen. Mandatory Manson, this week from the golden age of grotesque, Slut Garden. That's what we're hoping for every night. That's what it was, the <laughs> 9 o'clock hour. LFA's Fuck 106.7. all time!
welcome into Al Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. There it was, mandatory Marilyn Manson, slut garden from the golden age of grotesque. And I am so super stoked because coming up next Saturday night, I am going to be watching Manson live at the 930 Club. And all the people in Washington, D.C. will be able to uh, hear the premiere of J-Dub's Treehouse on 106.7 WJFK. In fact, J-Dub's Treehouse, we're super excited about... J-Dub's Treehouse. The password is... Meat Curtains. 106.7 WJFK. And uh, I'm a little upset, though, about what's going on with Marilyn Manson. One particular reason, he's going to be at the 930, yes. like we said. But my people are letting me down. And by my people, I mean my fellow Mexicanos. By the way, let's welcome back into the show uh, our buddy Lefty, who says uh, he's still driving in Michigan. There's no good radio, so he wants to listen to the best radio he knows. And that's, exactly. the, that's the hideout. So contribute as you uh, feel free to, Lefty, okay? Um, dozens of Bible-wielding Mexican uh, uh, Christians... Prayed for the soul of Marilyn Manson on Thursday in a protest against a planned concert by the Shock Rocker. About 100 people sang hymns and prayed outside local government buildings in the center of northern city of Monterrey, where Manson, infamous for ripping up Bibles and invoking Satan on stage, is going to play on November 5th. What kind of biased coverage is this to begin with? Where did you get this from, J-Dubs? Actually, that was on Yahoo. Okay. Manson may be infamous for ripping up Bibles, I'll give you that, but invoking Satan on stage, he does nothing to invoke Satan on stage. No, but he, uh, he, I guess when you say anything against Christianity, you're invoking Satan. And no, you're not. No, but in a lot of people's opinion, you are. We are praying for him. So I can't even do a Spanish accent. How sad is that? My name is El Jefe. I consider myself the most important Latino broadcaster ever, and I went into some sort of French-British type thing. I do not like you. You stink, you. Let me try this. We are praying for him. We are praying for him so that he can know God and become transformed. The demonstration organizer whose daughter was killed last year by a young man who later said he was involved in a satanic cult. So somehow this person, who had their daughter killed by a satanic cult, is now assuming that this is Manson's fault. Do you guys agree that Manson is one of the greatest performers ever? Because he is blamed for all the wrong things that have happened. Things like Columbine. Um, what else did he do? Allegedly sexually assaulted some guy at a concert. What do you think, Terpneck? Well, didn't you say the day was uh, November 5th? Is that no correct? November 5th in Monterrey, Mexico. Isn't that just like a his stage show? From what I've seen, isn't that wouldn't that be just a continuation of Los Dias de Muertos? Oh yeah, I know he's doing some big show down in Halloween down in New Orleans, but um, I bet there is some sort of tie-in or something like I mean, I that. Maybe they're just a little ticked off. Yeah, uh, the group presented 3,000 signatures to the city council to bring the gig to an end. Uh, we ask you, Lord, to enlighten the authorities and bless the community to avoid this evil. Said a a housewife, the Golden Age of Grotesque, I'm top glad U.S. Hell Star. Big, uh, big people to interview on that subject too. I know, man. I mean, if it was like credentials of some kind of reverend or something, maybe you could listen to it and actually take some validity in it. But no, 
Instead, it's Juan, a landscaper. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> you don't, you, I can't invite you into my hideout and then you start making stereotypical jokes. But it was a funny stereotypical joke. Maybe, but I got to do that just to say, hey, don't do that, because I don't want to look like the a-hole. Yeah, don't call him Juan. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, I'll tell you this. Manson, to me, isn't the person you should be boycotting. There are plenty of other bands to be boycotting because they suck. Limp Biscuit is a band that you should boycott, not Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson puts on a good show. Simon and Garfunkel, Lefty. Oh, shut up. I was waiting for it, too. Is a band that you should be boycotting because they suck. Echo and the Bunnymen. Echo and the Bunnymen? <laughs> what the hell was that? They suck. Okay, fair enough. Echo and the Bunnymen. Those are bands that you should be um, upset about. Cause John they suck. Mayer. John Mayer's a good... Oh, you're playing that stuff now, too, aren't you, at 92 on the Edge? Yeah, it, it, it's torture. Or my 92 on our former station that flipped. Right. It was a right. station like HFS, and it flipped to a station like 104, for those of you listening in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so, uh, what do you think of that, James Dillon? <laughs> he was fucking oh, lefty to call. Here's the thing I did the other day. I, I called him at the radio station because I wanted to talk to him about something, about me maybe coming out to Michigan, and he answers the phone. My 92 one. <laughs> I'm thinking, what a bunch of ass clowns. Who would call their radio station my? my? I don't know. I don't understand it. I, there, listen, I, you know, I interviewed for mornings this week. Did you get it? Uh, no. <laughs> You're not no, even good enough to get mornings? About, like, they asked me something about being like positive and all that stuff, and I was like, yeah, I'm positive, but like, there's nothing wrong with being cynical. The world's cynical. I'm positive yeah, this station there. sucks. Job. Why don't you huh? come out for Manson, man? You should come out. You should come out for Manson, brother. For Manson, I'm, I can't come out next weekend. Really? Yeah. You ready to do the idiot factor with Leatherface? Sure. What's that? All right. The idiot factor is our way of uh, talking about current issues. You know what? We may have to push Leatherface off. I hate to okay. do this, but I, I want to. I want to be able to talk about these issues seriously. And with Leatherface here, I think it's just going to throw us off a little bit. Maybe we'll save Leatherface for next weekend. The idiot factor, though. Let me ask you this. There have been a couple of major news headlines out. All right, Each of us is going to get 30 seconds to talk about these, uh, these issues, okay? If, if at all possible, and these guys are found guilty, Johnny Punani, should the D.C. snipers receive the death penalty? Go. Oh, absolutely. I mean, eye for an eye. I mean, these guys, it was definitely uh, pre-planned and all that stuff, and these guys were out maliciously killing people and they should both die sure 800 636 you've lived in this area for a very long time you saw your city under siege uh, a year ago actually man that's so mad and i remember too i had just moved to washington dc i live in silver spring a few of the uh the things happened around the area and of course all over but specifically where i had just moved down the street, in fact, man. You know what? Me and Lefty were talking about this right when you uh, moved out there. We, we were for sure that you were the one pulling the trigger on that. Why would you say that? We just thought you lost it because you didn't have any friends anymore. You just came out here and lost it. You know, there's nothing sadder than moving to a brand new place and having absolutely no friends, no job opportunities, just nothing to live for. I wonder, how do you... Oh. I think you had a hot wife. Well, I did. Now that I'm divorced, thank you. Why does everybody keep rubbing in the fact that I had a hot wife? And now that I'm divorced, everybody wants to throw the salt in the wounds. Because the odds of you getting another hot wife are swim to none. Dude, it's so amazing. These chicks were in here, these hot girls. Alyssa and Veronica. And, and no shot. 
I seriously, exactly. I, I, I seriously don't think that I'm ever going to get a hot, hot chick again, man. You ruined the one chance you had. I think I blew it. You did. Double doubt you blew it. And they look at us. And I, and you know what? <laughs> Let me say this too. I saw who they were with. Yeah. Not impressive. Not impressive no. by any stretch of the imagination. They're nice guys, though. I was out there talking to them. Were you really? Yeah. Don't vouch for the guys with the hot chick stubs. Well, I don't care. Well, wait a second. Bateman, you get in here, too, bro, because I want you in on this as well. Let me ask you, what is it that we can look at hot chicks with ugly guys and be like, what the hell's going on? When at the same time, you know damn well that we want to be that guy with the hot chick. How does that, how do you... How do you how do you go to get to understand that? Did you see the guys out there? I I'd see I saw them when they came in from a distance. And what did you think? From a distance. What did you think of them? Uh, you thought they were hot guys. No 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 no. Well, seriously, what did you did you think that you I ever read a Luke and dude? I, I would have never put those guys with those girls. Never in a million years. I how does that happen? And why is why? Because one of them was black. Oh, what? What are you oh, I'm just wondering if that... If he... Racial, man. It is. It's all racial. Racial, man. Racial. <laughs> is that what it is, Tommy? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You don't You don't also hate women? You also hate minorities? I hate everyone right now. You re You really do seem bombed, brother. <laughs> Why do you? Why are you so upset? Don't just stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> what are you? What are you so upset about, man? Uh, did the now you seem to get really hurt? We did the sexual, uh, the hideout sexual series, Lefty, and those of you who are listening. We did the hideout sexual series, and the ladies had to guess how many partners we had been with to each base. No offense to you guys, but look at you guys and look at me. And now, when we got to, <laughs> when we got to third base, Veronica, who hotter than Shakira, said zero. <laughs> For Bateman, and that really seemed to upset you because this was her image to you and what you could get it, as far as third base goes. It shocked me. Third base being digitals, fists, uh, orals, receiving and giving. Especially since slap happy is my specialty. <clears throat> what do you? I mean, what are you going to do about this? You seem like you're really upset. Um, I'm going to go home and uh, bleed out the rest of the bodies I have in the bathtub and then <laughs> start a new day. <laughs> and just move on. That's all you can do, man. Just keep on keeping on. Keep trucking on, brother. That's what I say. All right, man. Well, hang in there, brother. All right. I'll try. Das Vegas. I love how people are now starting to give themselves own their own names. Welcome into the hideout. What's up? What's going on? Well, oh, Huffy, you know my name, but let me let me allow myself to introduce you to uh, me or something. I am Das Vega. I have finally escaped my prison on AOL for broadband or whatever it is. I am free. I have now entered the hideout. I would like to welcome you all to the dark room featuring Das Vega. You see, I've been listening to the hideout for a long Hold time. Hold on. Do we have, a, do we have like a paranoid rip-off <laughs> fake radio show thing going here? What is this? <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. Oh, it's a great show. I love it. I guess I've been listening to it. But I finally had to enter the hideout. I finally had to make my presence known. I okay, we got that. You know. Uh-huh. All right. I need to Hurry the you... promo up. Uh-huh. Speak. Oh, well. Uh. You got to let me go. This is my show here. You're my guest. All right, you're revoked. Your hideout pass is revoked. I mean, he, he had a good start to it, but he just... He had something going on. He was, like, doing a bit, or... Were we on his radio show? Is that what happened? That guy was a Trekkie, no doubt in my mind. You know what? You know what's interesting to me, Lefty, and you being in the business and everybody else here. I, I'm torn. We had Dave from DCRTV.com on earlier, and I'm really worried because this used to be like the cool guy forum, 
and we could like you know as far as radio goes and we could talk trash about people and we could be bigger and badder than everyone else and you know nobody else had another outlet or a medium that they could go to 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 rip on us they would have to call our show we had all the power and we'd be able to rip them a new one hang up and then we're done right now there are all these websites and these forums where these nerds and these geeks have like taken control back and it's something weird because in our minds they've taken the control because they have a website and they have a forum now we give the forums legitimacy because we go to them and we look at them but at the right. same time it hurts so much whenever you see something like El Jefe sucks or you never see J-Dub sucks no, but I'm a, I'm a great talent but the hideout sucks or man it wasn't a good one for the hideout this week except for the J-Dub let me guy. ask you this though does it really hurt that bad when you read that stuff it hurts me it doesn't bother me at all let me ask you this then why you know because I don't like rejection I'm not. A, I, I hate rejection. You used to it by now, but still, these are idiots that you know could never do a ten-minute radio show, let alone a four-hour radio show. But you know what, though, that and I like to use that argument, and that's the argument that I like to use. But at the same time, you look at what we do. I mean, I just sit there and talked about how Limp Biscuit is the worst thing ever, but I could never pretend to be in a band. Yet I am on the air talking trash about Limp Biscuit because this is my forum. So at the same right. time, they have their form and their website where they can go and they can talk about us and how bad we suck. And getting back to my rejection thing, I try to limit rejection as much as possible. That's why I married one of the very first chicks that ever slept with me and only. <clears throat> now that I'm divorced, I don't know what I'm going to do to get strange and to get some poon. Because to be perfectly honest with you, I don't like approaching girls. I don't like going up and saying, hey, do you, do you want to dance or can I buy you a I drink? Go. I got to go. I got to go. What? Sorry, my, poon, my poon's on your mind. Oh, you're such a... See, and he's going to get pooned. And this is the thing. He rejects me. I'm in the middle of pouring my heart out to one of my buddies, and what does he do? He rejects me to go get his poon. Exactly. And that's how it goes, man. you, you got to quit being such a bitch. Do you think that it legitimately is just me being a bitch? Yes. How do you deal with rejection, Dubs? I don't. I, I guess I do in a kind of a... I, I make fun of it. I, everything I, everything that I can't deal with, like emotionally or, you know, just by talking, I, I make a joke of it. I try to, you know, laugh about it somehow. But it doesn't hurt you when you see that when, when somebody calls up and says, hey, you suck. No, that doesn't hurt me at all. Or when somebody writes somewhere that, hey, you suck. No, that doesn't hurt me at How all. How does that not bother you, man? Because uh, Did you deal with a lot of rejection as a kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in middle school? I was the biggest dork in the world. I get my ass kicked all the time. I'd go to, uh, I was Jelly Roll Johnson on the on the Fallerville football squad. I was the I was the fat ass kid running the laps, last one coming in, just breathing heavy. I, I was the dork. Do I need to change the imaging to Jelly Roll Johnson? I will change the name to El Jefe and Jelly Roll Johnson if you go by that name from now on. Okay. Jelly Rolls Treehouse. <laughs> Jelly Rolls Treehouse. Will you really go by that? Sure. Are you willing equal to billing? In equal billing. Yeah. Why do you want equal billing so bad, brother? Because I'm I'm tired of the ego, man. I, mean, I want to break you of that. We need, we need to break you of that. We need to get you kind of eased out of the big head syndrome. I don't know. Maybe Shafee will come out here and we can just call it the skank shift. No, I was just, you know, uh, driving in here. I heard, you know, talking about the different things. I was thinking El Jefe and J-Dub's hideout. Also starring Johnny Panani as Butch the uh, Mad Dog. <laughs> what 
is that hat you got on? That's great. That's like a sack. Yeah, it's the Andy Cap Caps. That's great, bro. Nice and comfortable. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Some of the things that we still have coming up for you tonight on WJFK include the Phenoms. Phenoms are going to be on. I know we talked a lot of sports tonight. We really didn't mean to. I really just wanted to talk Cowboys and Lions, but the Cowboys being in first place, dude, I, I'm game and a half. I'm telling you, you kind of looked at me weird when I said there's going to be a boat race because you didn't really, you don't know. What does that mean? Have you ever seen like uh, two yachts race? Have you ever seen them like ESPN late nights or anything? I mean, I guess so. W- once one gets ahead, it doesn't lose the lead. It's a very small lead, and they keep it going. The Lions are going to get up by three and hold it the whole time. You honestly believe the Lions can beat yes. the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. What do you want to put on the line? What do you want? Your bet. Tell you what. I'm willing to go for the dramatic factor. Yeah? I should pay No, I'm willing to say if the Lions beat the Cowboys. Equal billing? It's El Jefe and J-Dub Saturday nights. Very good. I'm willing to say that. However. And what do you get? If the cow, You never, ever bring it up again. Okay. It'll always be El Jefe's hideout. Okay. I can't do that. I don't know if I can do that, man. That's a tough bet. Do you believe in your boys? Not that much. I do. I'd rather put something on, like, something that I can control. I can't control what happens. You can't control a bet. That's why it's a bet. No, but sometimes, like, we can affect the outcomes of things. You can't, not, not a football game. What are you going to do? Run on the field? <sighs> bet it. We gotta redo all the imaging then to say El Jefe and J Dubs. We won't do it like this week. You know, we'll take. I'm willing to take it slow. You know, but the El Jefe and J Dubs show doesn't have a ring to it. Besides, Cameron likes the name El Jefe's Hideout. Also, your sweet ass. <laughs> also starring Johnny Punani as Butch the Mad Dog. Yes. We'll put in some stuff featuring Johnny Punani. <laughs> How about Punani? Let's give it up for Punani for being the lone person to hang through the hideout. <laughs> I know. I, I, but, I, I mean, I was talking to J-Dubs about this earlier. Every week I miss, you know, for my other stuff. I come in and somebody else is gone. I miss Fidel. I miss Spoon. I miss, I guess, J.D. did, you know, J.D. the whole. I mean, it's like, Christ, I'm going to come in here one week and it's going to be like no one's here. It's like a damn uh, Twilight Zone episode for me. Well, thank you to Turpneck who came in. Thank you. Uh, they voted off. Thank you to Alyssa and Veronica who came in. Definitely thank you. Never again. Uh, I want to thank Tommy Bateman, who's done an amazing job uh, for helping us produce this show. Thank you to Cameron and Spoon, the ghost of Spoon, who checked in. Shafee, Lefty, who all called in for your birthday, Doug. I'm glad you got the high profile for me. I tried, man. Thanks a lot for the jersey, man. No I really, really you know, mean. I love you like a brother, so uh, happy birthday. Equal billing. And thank, thank you to DCRTV.com, Dave Hughes for coming in and doing the first break of El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Phenoms next, the Stacy Show after the Phenoms. Stay I've tuned. heard a lot of good things about that show. Well, stay tuned, you'll good find stuff. out. Good stuff. No bets. Good. No bet? No. Come on. We out, bitch. It's 106.7. Names on the line for tomorrow. Nope. Come Sorry. on. We out. One minute. We got one minute to make this bet happen. It's what else do you mean? Phenoms, do you have any reason? What do you think? Should I put on the name of the show on the line for the Cowboys beating the uh, Lions? Hales? Oh, the Cowboys have got them. Easy. Think so? That's easy money right there. Is it worth putting the name of the show up on? What would you change it to? El Jefe and J-Dubs, as opposed to El Jefe. But what's he putting up? I, I would never bring it up again. I've been bitching about it. I'll never bring it up again. 
It doesn't seem like an equal bet. That, that's not an equal bet. You got to give him something. I'm, I, I, I'm up to anything. I told him really? to the bet. How about this? You guys can go out to a lovely dinner together. How about that? Let me, uh... No, seriously, come up with something good. Let me finish on J-Dose. his girlfriend. J-Dose, give him something good. Give hey. him something he wants. What do you want? Will your girlfriend oh. let me finish on her? Wow. I can't put my girlfriend up for that. Why not? But you can talk to her about it. I don't care. Let El Jefe watch you in action. How about that? Okay. I can't do this. Yeah, you... Oh, El Jefe's down. <laughs> I know Brett's down. I look at you. I see you over there, Brett. All right, guys. We're out of here. Phenom's next, 106.7 WJFK. We're out, bitch. Ignorance is America's worst social disease.